one too. I've I've, I've got a I've got a very cursed idea for oh, a yeah. cold open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes a little something like this. And it goes a little something <laughs> like this. Uh, welcome to Good Retentions, the only podcast run by and for fluid retention warriors. Uh, my name is Chris Falange Bakar Al Swagdadi. Uh, I am a Sigma grade fluid retention warrior, a uh, seventh grade mystic shaman from the nation of Islam, and and a fifth fifth wave fifth wave feminist, which is a social movement I started, which acknowledges that women uh, have have been asked to to do too much at this point, and uh, and should be abolished. Well, it's 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 our our, our central tenets are no more no more. Emotional labor for women. No more asking them to do our emotional labor, or physical labor, or paid labor, uh, or the right to own capital, or the right to vote. Uh, to, I mean, what do we expect for women to just just do the research for us and lead us and guide us? No, that's not their responsibility. You know, that's on us. I've been I've been kicked out of several feminist meetings. Really? <laughs> I've been held at knife point by several different feminist groups. That uh, that's surprising. the patriarchy at work, telling them that, that they're supposed to act that way. To, to beat men, you have to act like men, but they don't. Assaulting you with phallic blades? Yes, mm. yes. In fact, it's the dildo knife from Seven. There was... Uh, God. <laughs> several, several of them came at me. I don't need that image in my head. Too bad. And with me is a uh, special guest on Good Retentions today, uh, Lewin... Lewinsky... Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Va- Valkyrie spelt with... <laughs> Three Y's and two Z's that that morph together to make the the K sound in the traditional Dutch pagan pre-industrial tradition. Yes, it's <laughs> it's very exotic middle name. Yeah. And I understand you're, you're you're a member of the new school of uh, fluid retention, and uh, you're uh, just been promoted to Grand Paladin class. So there's only a couple of classes above that. I understand. Yeah, well, I've actually been uh, intertwining my Reiki teachings mm-hmm. in with my fluid mm-hmm. retention. Uh, uh, bacchanalia mm-hmm. um, but okay uh, clear for me what is fluid retention well that's the thing the, the, this is the debate that we've been having between uh, the new school and my more orthodox school of fluid retention wherein I uh, attempt to keep all fluids at all times within my body as do my followers um, through whatever means possible uh, avoiding uh, uh, stimuli of certain kinds uh uh, uh, the sounds of oh, running water, for example. Oh. Whereas I understand the new school uh, has a has a different approach, which is to store the fluids outside of the body in in jars and such. Can you can you tell us a little about that? <laughs> I guess I can. What do your roommates think about <laughs> having what I have I've to been assume completely is completely blindsided here? It's complete. It's spare rooms lined with jars. And you're acting like that's a weird Jars thing? Jars and buckets and, and bins. Hey, what I do in the privacy of my own home is my business. <laughs> and if the smell emanates to the surrounding areas, well, so be it. Yeah, Someone could, call me a modern day recycler. I was actually at your house the other day and I, you know, I, I, I was just feeling under the couch. I dropped a pen and... Uh, and, and I found more jars that you've been storing between the couch cushions. Uh, was that just a desire not to get up from the couch and go to the go to your go to your fluid retention room? Or hey, I mean, you know, 
using jars to ferment pickle. It's it's a cool new thing. All right, I just wanted to get on board with a, a hip new trend. And then suddenly I'm being like attacked out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you about something that happened to me the other day. Uh, I, I, I I saw the film June, and uh, I really enjoyed uh, the concept of of the still suit um, that that retains all fluid for you, even if you involuntarily let some leave your body. It, it recycles it for you. So naturally, I I went down to my local uh, hobby shop and uh, bought a full scale. Uh, replica costume of a still suit oh fantastic i was not informed that it was not functional and it was a size too small they only had the timothy chalamet size exactly (laughs) but what i found is that when i wear it it actually restricts all blood flow beneath beneath the neck from the neck down therefore allowing me to never emit any kind of fluid ever because there's simply no room inside the suit and not only that i'm actually wearing it right now it falls it comes under my the full tuxedo that i've worn well i've got to say you look fantastic thank you i mean it's taken at least 10 pounds off thank you and people say you know wouldn't that wouldn't that be tough to get in and out of and no at the end of the day you know i i kind of i kind of glide out like ace ventura coming out of the rhino in in Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls baby when nature it's a calls. beautiful thing <laughs> why take it off I say and, <laughs> I mean. and then you can just you know get a straw dip it into the suit and all the fluids that have accumulated at the bottom of the suit you know you, you tend to it do, I do lose a lot of blood flow so I tend to look a little like Paul Giamatti coming out of the pool in Big Fat Liar you know, you, yeah, you may have a little case of beetroot face, but I mean, hey, that's just the price you pay for fluid retention. Exactly, and and that's how we become stronger and better. And um... hey, in in five to ten years, when we're living in a desolate post-apocalyptic desert, exactly. everyone's going to be wearing these. You're things. you're going to have your stockpiles uh, snuck into your roommates' rooms and between the mattresses of their beds, and uh, I'm going to have not lost an ounce of fluid. <laughs> Hey, well, I'll be stockpiling my jars, and who will be laughing then? I think I'm it's the time. King of the jars. <laughs> I think it's time for a word from our sponsors uh, over at uh, No Nut Pharmaceuticals. Uh, they've released a new product which we're very excited to tell you about, uh, called a Chialisant. 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 Chialis is like a Viagra, but but Chialisant. <laughs> It's not we Cialis, all, it's Cialis. We all face temptations every day from all kinds of sources. Uh, a sexy lady on a billboard, um, uh, uh, an overly sexualized HBO show about teenagers, uh, uh, the, the sight of a flower uh, unfurling its petals in the, in the morning sun. How do you stop these completely natural and harmless thoughts? Well, thanks... How do you crush them? Thanks to our friends at No, no Nut... Pharmaceuticals, uh, they've released a new product called Chialisen, which ensures that no matter how much temptation you face, not a single drop of fluid can possibly, it is a physical impossibility for it to ever leave your body, no matter what kind of temptation you face. Oh, and we've tried. Oh, we have. No matter how much physical stimulation you attempt to give yourself or a partner may give you or perhaps a, a good friend that you do a podcast with, not a drop will come out. It's it's truly an, an incredible innovation. You know, when you read you read the articles, like what about the side effects? I've heard that it gives you blue balls so severe that your balls actually physically turn blue. That sometimes the blueness spreads 
across your body until you end up looking like Paul Giamatti in Big Fat Liar. I mean, is it is it a side effect if it's positive? Exactly. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, it's not officially a medicine. It has yet to be approved by the Therapeutic Goods Administration, uh, and therefore you don't have to pay attention to that at all, and we don't have to address it. So get chialism to never again face the temptation of a, a banjo playing child in the film deliverance is that is that what stimulates you come up with Gialis. a you come up with a what do <laughs> who you needs find, relief what do you find tempting lord <laughs> um, not not the kid from, um, from deliverance nothing i'm uh, I'm, I'm completely asexual and nothing arouses me okay it's all right i've got a few a soggy couch cushion what? Your granddad's old pinup of Betty Davis that you find in an old storage locker. I mean, naturally. The funeral proceedings of Betty White. Anakin Skywalker as a child. I prefer angsty uh, Anakin, for sure. <laughs> Talk about something gets my juices flowing. The, the cold barrel of a revolver. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Paul Walter Hauser. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene from Zodiac where Jake Gyllenhaal goes into that guy's basement. I mean... Woo! I think that was the emotion David Fincher was trying to evoke. The guy with the Viking helmet from the January 6th riot. Any and all Casey and the Sunshine cover bands. <laughs> but not Casey and the Sunshine band. Uh, Only the covers. No, no, no. Both of the Clint Eastwood threesome scenes in The Mule. Yeah, I felt like there really should have been another one. Film portrayals of the crimes of Ted Bundy. <laughs> I, I do love actors... Hot actors playing serial killers. We've got Zac Efron being Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. We've got Jeremy Renner being Jeffrey yep. Dahmer. Uh, Ed Kemper. With the moustache does it for you. Oh, the moustache. The calming voice. <laughs> Unrepentance for his crime. It's soothing. <laughs> He's just so relaxed. Willie Bay Drive Race Degree, that's all time Talking about films and which bitches be fine Big ass dicks, plus some knowledge and facts It's the Willie Bay Drive Race and it's off the track And we're back <laughs> Well, we should probably address the fact that there's been such a unscheduled hiatus Mm-hmm, uh, uh nah Nah, <laughs> nothing happened, what? Yeah, we did get a bunch of, uh DMCA notices and then because they didn't respond they just took down the episodes which yeah I didn't want to do anything about it so being silenced again yeah I'm trying to keep this down exactly honestly I think it might have been the V (laughs) discussions wow wow of all the things she's 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 protective of her copyright I'll give it welcome to the show I'm (laughs) I am uh Chris and you I am going to be Lewin hopefully that's right Lewin the the smooth operator (laughs) Of the of the pod, because he's conducted several tier one mercenary missions in South America to destabilize governments, and he waxes every square inch of his body. Completely hairless. That's not for speed or like agility, or anything. that's just like you know, personal preference. That's just pleasure. <laughs> just like the feeling. And I am Chris, the smooth criminal. Smooth criminal. <laughs> Because I won't stop pocketing Mrs. Max Pies at Servos. Oh my god. The Servo Bandit. Caught and arrested 78 times stealing pies. Uh, and also because uh, I once tried to correct a crow's foot beneath my eye with a hot iron 
and it was a it was a cruel nickname that the nurses in the burn unit <laughs> came up with for me. The smooth, the smooth criminal. <gasps> Horrible. I ju- I'm Horrible. just saying it's hard to afford servo pies and expensive facial reconstruction surgery. Why why are Mrs. Max prices so high? At the, at I think, what, is two two dollars yeah. too much? Yes, you know you can. <laughs> it's one or the other at this point. Uh, do I want to go around looking like that guy from the bloody Hannibal? <laughs> the pig feeding guy from Hannibal. Uh, yeah. Was that Gary Oldman? Ray, Ray Fiennes. No, it wasn't Ray Fiennes. <laughs> okay. I think. So it has been a hell of a year. <laughs> it has been a long year. You know, we've had a lot of things. We 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 did the first war for like three months. There we we did we did we did episodes. We did we had some great episodes. Yeah, we had some killer episodes. I'm I'm what like I'm amazed episode? to think the the no sudden move came out this year. Yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, it's it's been a long year. Uh, let's see. Brendan Fraser had his little uh, renaissance. Renaissance. And then what? Nothing. We had good episodes like the uh, the the first one, the uh, the the, uh, the the foreigner, the Jackie Chan one. Oh, that was this year, man. Yeah. What a great film. What a what a great what a great episode. Actually, before before we leave Pierce Brosnan, have you seen like the the movie that's coming out, the the Lost Daughter? No, it's like. Uh, Oh, uh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Lost Princess or like the Daughter Princess yeah, or it's that like one, wasn't it made in like 2012 and they just haven't been able to release it yet yeah it's like <laughs> taken forever they're finally releasing it in theaters and it looks like an absolute mess yeah. I really want to see I it I think we should have to we, we do have to go see that as an official business expense um, totally totally you know we had the Hancock episode that disappeared Oh, that one disappeared? I can't believe that I still have the Ghost of War episode, but I don't have the the Hancock one went. I'm the, surprised Billy Zane didn't take down the Ghost of War episode. He's extremely litigious. Well, the, the one time, the one time that we did some research, I found that like the original script for Hancock and it was really good and it actually provided something of value in the part. Ahead of its time. I that mean, one disappeared. Eternals? I mean, it's oh, kind, kind of riffing Christ. on Hancock, right? Fuck that movie. <laughs> you know, these like eternal beings that are like thousands of years old and they're sort of like protecting Earth and they're dealing with like, you know, all these humans' emotions. Yeah. Well, you know, Watchmen. It's like a bad version of Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, Watchmen nailed it, all right? They don't need to make these superhero movies anymore. The the, the second finest uh, uh, portrayal of an unclothed blue man, uh, the first, obviously being... Paul Giamatti and Big Fat Liar. I keep coming thinking you're going to go for Arrested Development and <laughs> Tobias. Yeah, that's we're not a TV discussion okay, of podcast. Course. Okay. We're Film discussing fine cinema. Fine cinema such as uh, Frankie Muniz's Big Fat Liar. Yeah. What else What else happened this year? Uh, we uh, they're, they're rolling every superhero movie together and they're just mm-hmm. going to be in one giant combined universe with yep. films released yeah. uh, monthly. I, I can't wait for the MCU to crash because they try and roll Jared Leto playing some creepy vampire doctor into it's, it. It's not happening. It just, I, no, I just want to see a- everyone collectively be like... My, no. My rant on Jared Leto got deleted. It was in the Hancock episode. No, it's tra- all right. Oh, every, I mean, the, oh. the crux of it was that every three years he comes up with a new way to try and make people stop calling him gay. No, I, I was defending Jared Leto on that discussion, okay? Because yes, it's like, hey, he's hated. 
but he he goes for it. Do you reckon this is going to work for him? Hey, he he could get a potential uh, Oscar nomination for House of Gucci. Uh, He's gone full ham in that. He's definitely won an Oscar. I can't remember what it for though. Was he just nominated for Dallas Buyers Club um, for trying to outdo Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, or maybe it is Dallas Buyers Club. Mm, I don't know. I don't care. I hate him. I don't. I don't want to see him in anything. I see him and I'm like, this is going to be a bad movie. What? What about? Oh, he's in so many good movies. Fight Club, All right, American I see him Psycho. And I'm like, I think he's going to give a bad performance in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I've been liked him in Blade Runner three forty nine. When he's used well, it, it it's excellent. Yeah. For one scene. Hey, Jared Leto to voice else. Mario in the upcoming Mario animated movie. Come on. It's, it's a I no-brainer. Can I can see it. House of Gucci is pretty much an audition. All right, what a, what or just a, keep him in that makeup and make him play like Wario and he's the only live-action character in that movie. Killer. Killer. Was, oh my god, and if Jim Carrey doesn't play Waluigi, I mean, what is this all for? No, he's already got the role of his career, Dr. Eggman from the Sonic Yeah, movie. I guess it's pretty much the same character. <laughs> Just, just roll, like, fucking Dr. Eggman into Mario. I mean, who's going to notice? I'm the just, fans? Yeah, I'm probably. Sick of Whatever. normalising Italian characters for... for oh, yeah, when are we going to talk about children? Luca? <laughs> we did talk about Luca. I don't know. Yeah, and the it was damn like, Italian propaganda. At this point, it was like six months ago. It's hard to say. I forgot that came out this year as well. No, no, no I was going to... Luca is actually on my um, uh, honorable mentions list. Joe Biden has been president... Oh, just, it's been just a, year. a year now. Yeah. Congratulations. That was but that was last year that that happened. That feels like six years ago. Uh, yeah, it feels like Trump, there should be like an election Trump this year. Trump got banned from Twitter last year. Has it been which, a year already? Yeah, what, a, what a disgrace that was. There's no one else on Twitter, no politician at least, who picks fights with like Vanity Fair editors and makes jokes about never seeing a thin person drinking Diet Coke. (laughs) I mean, pointing out congressmen's nipples. The artistry of using caps lock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was a whole Twitter ecosystem of people who got like massive followings just for replying to Trump's tweets and being like, um, sir, this is a Wendy's. Those so supporting guys an industry dead now. They have all died of fentanyl. Is Joe Biden supporting the industry of Twitter trolls? Well, maybe a little bit. Actually, uh, actually a little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're just not very good at it. Now it's more like people come back and they're like, "You're old and decrepit." And then there's the guys that were attacking Trump are like, "Um, actually, let's list off some of his achievements." Like, shut the fuck up. Just what? Where did you become like this? It's it's sad that it's beating up on a sad old man. Alright, so it's time. It's finally time for the big event that we're all here for. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2021 Golden Wheelie Awards presented by the Hollywood Press of very foreign reviewers, independent editorialists, and nondescript setlists. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Golden Wheelies. Oh! Ready? I it's wish you, all of you at home could see this beautiful audio-visual presentation. It's, I mean, it's pretty good. As I said, I worked harder on this than... I've been applying for three jobs every day, which requires a lot of fucking, like, selection criteria, drafting. Oh, yeah, then how did you get the time to do this, huh? Well, it'd be more... 
<laughs> this is all part of your portfolio. It would it would honestly be like be like uh, selection criteria able to like align with the organizational ethos and be like, what the fuck is this? All right, yeah, let's that'll turn your mind into mush. Google it. What's their mission? What's their value statement? Let's go through the values. I just accidentally open the PowerPoint presentation, and then uh, it's forty-five minutes later. Whoops! And I'm rewatching clips from the Green Knight to make sure that Dev Patel was shirtless in the scene that I thought he was. <laughs> it's been going well. So, welcome to the Golden Wheelies, presented by the Hollywood Press of very foreign reviewers, independent editorialists, and uh, nondescript satirists. Yeah, or, that about sums it up. Or the HPV friends, for short. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, it is just us in the HPV friends. Just, it's our... And, and, and one Taiwanese guy uh, who... Um, yeah, he he writes articles and does podcasts saying that anybody who watches Marvel movies is going to be executed like dogs when the CCP falls. But uh, it's you know it's uh, I, I think his name is Chen. But fortunately, he's a he's a non-voting he's a non-voting member. So damn, uh, I was really looking forward to hearing his opinion. Yeah, well, he actually is contractually obliged for us to read out his feedback uh, for every category. I mean, uh, it, it will be bleeped out, but but he, we will be saying it. But he he does. You know, he doesn't have a vote. We decide the winners. Now, some of these categories are, are pre, pre-voted on, and some of them we will be discussing in real time. So that's going to be fun. Us, the Academy. I should have brought, put some sl- slips of paper out so that we could... Uh, well, uh, this is just all, you know, a, an illusion, right? Because you have final veto power. I can make a suggestion. No. On the categories that we <laughs> vote on, they're, they're in, and it's ranked choice voting. So I've I've got my suggestions uh, uh, here, um, and and if you've got more that you'd like to add, then absolutely we Done. can we Done. can discuss them and uh, perhaps even add them, but probably not. Uh, <laughs> so the first category is of course the needle drop of the year. Uh, what a what a beautiful category! It's uh, all the all all the great directors who thrilled our ears at just the right moment in just the right scenes let's let's take a look at the nominees shall we uh, please please number one is resident evil welcome to raccoon city and the needle drop is crushed by jennifer page so let's let's take a look at that scene now Is this whole movie on YouTube already? No, just this one scene. <laughs> I need to crack it. It's just a little crush, not like I'm made every time we do it. Now, you know, I recommended this movie to people on the basis of that drama alone. <laughs> because it comes wait, wait, out of... Wait, 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 that's real? Yes. That is... What? It, what? A... The only reason that the music is there is because a character is listening to his Walkman. While a flaming zombie walks into the police station. It's otherwise unrelated to the scene in any way. Which makes it a great needle drop. It's, it's even better that they went with this. What, is, is this movie based in like the early 2000s? Yeah. Like what's, it's, what's going on? Yeah, it's, it's in the, it's the late 90s. It's when Resident Evil 2, 1 and 2 came out. I just wish for the, the trailer, what would have made this movie incredibly profitable, 
if it, they did the slowed down, angsty version of Crush over the trailer. Oh yeah, it's That's... just dum, dum, dum. <laughs> a little I, crush bomb. I saw that in one, and I was like, "What a fucking banger!" Oh no, you know what it was? It was the Witcher season two trailer, where it was Monster by Kanye West. <laughs> What? All these people were bitching in the comments like, Oh, a medieval series and you're going to put in a a, a rap track? (laughs) Honestly, such a good trailer. Like, it's all, like, synced to the music. Damn. Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. And And there's monsters in the show. I can see where their head was at. Exactly. It's It's it's, a bit of a thinker, that choice. It's a... (laughs) I was going to say it's kind of a Snyder-esque one, but we'll get, we'll get to Snyder. Oh, God. All right. Next. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with this, with this nominee, but, you know, we, we can talk about that while it's happening. In fact, why don't you describe what you see in this scene? Because oh, the Jesus. next uh, nominee is uh, Doing It's Death the Ki- by The Kills from Titan. Oh, yes. Can you go ahead and... Well, it currently looks like I'm watching a Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. We're seeing some seriously hotted out cars. That's a, that's a fucking hot rod. It's got the flames and everything. We're looking at a lot of chrome here. And then we've got the titular character. Is she called Titan? I think Alexia. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's Alexia, but... She's just doing a little dance on top of the car. It's just a, just an innocent little dance. It's... Now, what are we seeing right now, Lord? Uh, we've seen some serious twerk action. She, right she's now. making a clap. Beautiful. This isn't even the best needle drop in the movie. No, we'll get to that one. <laughs> uh, it is. I, I'm just seeing someone enjoy themselves, have a good time. Yep. Doing their thing, dancing on top of the car with a bunch of creepy guys watching. Yeah, including us. You know, the, lo- <laughs> the longer this scene goes on, the longer it is just us. Uh, Watching essentially soft porn. I, I saw this at the cinema with my two housemates, and the only other people <laughs> in, in, in the theater were a couple, obviously on a date. Did you I, uh, did you warn them? I, I gave them a little heads up, but I don't think they really knew what they were in for. Yeah, excellent. Um, All right, that's enough of she's, this. Scene. She's an artiste. She's mm. she's she's killing it. I mean. Yeah, uh, what did you think of the needle drop? It, you know, it's the, it's it's probably the most thematically uh, appropriate needle drop of the yeah, category. Yeah, definitely. I think it is a little on the nose, though. Yeah, well... Doing it to death? Yeah. Okay, we get it. The kills? I mean, what does she hey, do in the movie? Sheesh. What does she do in the movie, in the course of the movie? It. How, how, how much does she, she does do it? She does it. How much does she do it? To death. Exactly, I mean, so... Um, on that level, it's sort of perfect. Also, spoilers. Uh... <laughs> for Whoops. the ending there. Um, all right. So uh, next, next. Speaking of violently on the nose needle drops. Oh, fantastic! Got Viva Las Vegas by Richard Cheese from the film Army of the Dead. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, and then after this scene, it was all downhill for this movie. Yeah, until we reached the very ending scene, which I didn't add the needle drop because it was. It was too much, but when they're like recovering at the end and everyone's dying, and what hits? Zombie acoustic version uh, by the Cranberries. I mean, yeah. I lost my shit laughing. It was so fucking good. It's supposed to be like, oh no, all the characters sad. Oh, the 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 bond between a father and daughter, and then zombie, zombie. Uh, <laughs> like, 
fuck me, that's hilarious. I do like this opening is almost like the opposite of the slow, somber cover of a famous yeah. pop song. It's like, oh no, let's do the happy upbeat yeah. version. Let's do, let's get Richard Cheese in here and on screen. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's take it down a couple of notches here. The Ooh, next, okay, no, yeah, no, these these have all been jokes. Now we're getting real serious. Yeah, the next cue is uh, "I'm on Fire" by Cassandra Violet from the motion picture Pig. It's the, it's the, it's the last scene. Oh. When he listens to the tape from his wife, and this is a real song. But do they make it specifically for the movie? Uh sure, yeah. <laughs> it's just a nice. I mean, I haven't seen it in a couple of months, and it still it still gets to me. This movie got to me good. Oh yeah, it destroyed me for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> How did I sell it to you? <laughs> it's 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 John Wick if John Wick used love instead of guns. <laughs> I mean, just look at him. He's just and like uh, it's just holding on Nick Cage. Yeah, and it's and it's beautiful. It is compelling. It's beautiful. It's a great film. I am all for. I want Nick Cage to win best actor again this you know he deserves another Oscar that deserves at least a nomination I couldn't believe how many like good performances and good films didn't even get Golden Globe nominees and you know why it is Netflix literally like took all the fucking HFPA not H not to be confused with the HPV friends but the Hollywood (laughs) foreign press to like on on like paid vacations and stuff yeah well I mean they got the cash to splash yeah the, the other the guy who directed this can't remember his name. Nick, uh, like, it's his like, oh uh, yeah, Ma- Miguel Sapoch. No, uh, it's his first. Uh, it's his directorial debut. I know, and he nailed it. Uh, kind of incredible. He better get some big money behind whatever he makes next, and it yeah, better this be. Way, he's gonna do a Marvel Nick movie Cage. next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do the uh, Chloe Zhao treatment on her. Yeah, totally. All right, next, next, next trip. It's I've Got to Be Me by Steve Lawrence from the motion picture Nobody. Oh, oh. Whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I've gotta be me. Where's the line? Because there's a there's a great line that sounds exactly like something you would hear in like a gay porno intro. <laughs> Not that you'd know, <laughs> but let's hear it. Wait. And I won't give up this dream Here it is. What do we have here? And we have Bob Odenkirk making the decision that he's just gonna fuck these people up. That sounds like a line from Log Jamming. Mm-hmm. Hello, my the dispatcher says there's something wrong with Dinah Carver. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> Alright, that's enough of this. Great. No, but respect for a needle drop that works very well with the scene, rather mm-hmm. than just being like relying on its yep. like pop culture it's... cachet, uh, you know, for some sort of value. But we're talking about on the nose. Is that a negative or a positive in this category? It, it depends if it leans into it. Well, this, like, is, this is very much leaning into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's you know, uh, it, it is. It's, it's a better choice than you know something like you know, um, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I, I think that would be more on the nose. Right, this is, is like this is this is good. I mean, it is literally like time to go back to the old me. Right. right yeah. Okay. I see, it, I see. It's the Bugs Bunny picture with Bugs Bunny holding a gun. All right, and 
Next one, also from Titan. Uh, oh, excellent. Wayfaring Stranger by Fuck. What are you doing? God What's damn it. What's going on? Wayfaring Stranger by Lisa Abbott. This isn't even the needle drop I was thinking of. What are you from thinking Titan. of? Um, uh, she's not there. There's the zombies. Well, let me tell you about the way she looked, the way she had to the color of her hair. Her voice was soft and cool, her eyes were clear and bright, but she's not there. Oh, yeah, I hated that. Oh, so good, though. It's fine. <laughs> now, what are we seeing here? <laughs> We're seeing, uh, Again, Alexi from Titan. She's doing a sexy dance for a little fireman bros. <laughs> and how are they liking it. it? They're not really into it, okay? They, they're a little confused. But they can't look away, okay? It's challenging their own ideas of masculinity, okay? <laughs> I mean, that guy's gonna show. It's just funny that all of them are just like... Yeah, it's like, know. oh, we're all dancing shirtless before, but no, this weirds us Yeah. Out. I was gonna say I love this movie. <laughs> okay, this is this is def this is on my top ten of movies this year. I think it's even in my top. That's enough of that scene. Top five. I agree. Shut it down. I can't shut it down. It won't. It's not listening to me. I think I might have made the PowerPoint too big. It's just challenging ideas of masculinity, and mm -hmm. I love it. Sexy dancing in a fireman's outfit on top of a fire engine I'll, 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 while you're pregnant with a, a half car, half human baby. I mean. What a time to be alive. Alright, next. People Who Died by the Jim Carroll Band for the motion picture, The Suicide Squad. Oh. I mean, it really caps off the, the, the great opening scene of just the fucking The Suicide Squad getting fucking washed. Yes. And I put this in the category same with uh, Army of the Dead. It's like a song at the beginning that sets the scene for the film. Yep. Like, I appreciate that, that, hey, these can be a bit, a little bit on the nose because they're, they're pretty much outlining what, what the film's going to be about. Yep. And also making it damn clear, no, those characters who died, no, they died. <laughs> and I mean, really hitting that 70s vibe hard. Mm -hmm. I can say, I was a fan of this film. Yep. I, 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 I genuinely enjoyed it. Haven't thought about it since I've watched it. What's the name of the guy who uh, plays Captain Boomerang? Uh, Jai Courtney? Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody refer to him as Hollywood Poison. And I was like, oh, that's mean. But not but wrong. it's not wrong. <laughs> and killing him off in the first four minutes, it was just like... Great oh, decision. I guess they see it too. He was like... The, meant to be the next Sam Worthington yeah and did turn into the next Sam Worthington yeah yeah he, he followed the exact career he got cast in one film that people were like oh it's good and then a week passed and they were like okay that was the worst film <laughs> I'm just waiting for um, him to go into his role like you know do the Bruce Willis thing of just starring in a whole bunch of like direct to DVD movies yeah yeah that's that's probably what he probably happen. doesn't have like the star power to do that though I mean, oh. at least Bruce Willis can, like, show up for a day's work, get paid a million bucks, and, like, still be on the poster. Yeah. Hold on, not Steven Seagal? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that's, that's been his bread and butter. That's he's just sitting in a chair at this point. Years. He's not even bothering. He's sitting in a chair. Um, Let me introduce you to Chair of Food. I don't know. Did you see Titan with Sam Worthington? No. Like, you mean Titan? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was in that movie? <laughs> he wow, was in Titan, He yeah. transformed yeah, in that he movie. Played, uh, <laughs> he played the car. Titan? No. Alright, uh, well, you know... Clash of the Titans no. that he was in? No, 
acting. Is this like the gritty reboot of it that is, movie where they just called the it Titans? Installment that is it takes it in a wildly out of left field direction. All right, and the final nominee for the category is, of course, uh, "Bye Bye Bye" by NSYNC from the motion picture Red Rocket. Incredible. Yeah. And I some mean, glorious full frontal nudity. It's good, it good is for some full frontal. It, you know, you can see it in full detail, slapping against his legs. And this is great, just just the cue with the symbol. Oh, wait, maybe. Here it is. Schlong. Do you reckon that's a prosthesis? Do you reckon we're seeing that's old Simon Rex there? I mean, there's a close-up later, but... I, I think it could be. It looks pretty realistic. I mean, I mean, we've come a long way with uh, sort of our, um, our, our phallic special effects. Yeah, he's shown every inch of the rest of his body throughout this movie. I don't see why they would cut it off at, at, at the... I know sometimes actors want a little help. At the old schlingdong. We're not in uh, bloody Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg, Dirk Diggler territory. Who's, who's the guy from uh, Step Brothers? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell got prosthetic balls to rub against the drum kit. Yeah, I mean, I'm stunt balls. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that was a that was a legal thing. The insurance, so. he's got like <laughs> the insurance premiums yeah. for covering his balls. It is way too high. This this movie pretty heavily used. Bye 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 bye. Instinct to the point that it asks, could they? Did they have enough money for any other song? <laughs> they blew their whole budget. But on bye bye bye. Every single cue, fire. Every single time it plays. It's, Great. Well, great I have movie. to say, I have not seen this film. I love Sean Breaker, Baker as a director, and this probably would be. On, I'm assuming this would be on my top ten if I'd seen it. But I mean, like, oh, just just seeing this clip, love it, love it, love it, love it. Beautiful. I still, I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. I know. Well, it's like I don't want to download it. Alone. I want to go see it in the that's movies. G- that's gonna fuck up voting in a few of the categories later on. It's alright. It's taking a little while to get through this. Uh, <laughs> and the winner of the category. For the 19th year in a row, of course, goes to Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran from the motion picture Big Bad Life. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. You know, big shout out to Paul Giamatti for once again taking home the needle drop gold. I mean, that is acting. I remember seeing this as a a little child and I was like, I turned to my mum and I was like, Mum, what's that? And she was like, that son is an actor. Yep. Exactly, I mean, look you at know. The Burberry well, you look speedos. at those, those two shitty incredible. little kids breaking into his house. It's like, oh yeah, he he stole intellectual property, so I did like you know breaking and entering and theft to him, and arson, property damage. You know that Paul's not going to recover from that blue hair dye. And also, you know, they're laughing at Paul Giamatti. What for? For enjoying his life, for having a routine, for, for being, being a winner. Yeah, for being excited just to get up in the morning. And he's so much of a winner, he even turns this there to his advantage. Sure, he looks like a giant smurf. He it, looks like Violet Beauregard. He does but look he's like, making it look good. He looks like Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen TV show. <laughs> Alright, that's enough of that. And uh, I mean, just what a beautiful launching point for Amanda Bynes, Frankie Muniz, yep. and look at them now. They were nothing Killing before it. this. Paul Giamatti set them off for life. And uh, just a note from our Taiwanese uh, correspondent Chen here. He said that uh, all uh, Western music is uh, pales and is inferior to that of the Shenyun Performing Arts, some kind of organization. Thank you, Chen. Let's yes. just maybe we just ignore that. 
All right, next category, the steamiest on-screen chemistry. Oh! oh. I mean, we were going to do steamiest kiss, but... MTV has uh, a copyright on that, so legally... Yeah, exactly. You know, this is a celebration of eroticism, of passion, uh, of which actor is best at pretending that they really want to bone down. I already know the winner of this, but I don't want to spoil it. I'm just Uh, saying, if it's not a film directed by Paul Verhoeven, then this is fucking rigged. All right, so the nominees are... Benedict Cumberbatch and Cody Smith-McPhee for Power Ooh, of the Dog. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean... That was very steamy. Oh, that, that cigarette that scene. That I was semi-chubbed the entire time. And again, what a great year for some full, male full frontal mm-hmm, in film. Mm-hmm, okay, we're baking... Mm-hmm. Bra- we're baking... We're baking boundaries <laughs> here, and we're also breaking them. For uh, Babadook Cabbage Patch to, uh, you know, show some pure male eroticism by... Remembering the time that he fucked a cowboy when he was like seventeen, I guess. Yeah, it was a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I really, I really love this movie as mm-hmm. well. This is this also made my top ten. Oh yeah. Next nominee is uh, Timothy Chalamet and Francis McDormand for The French Dispatch. I mean, <laughs> hot. Every second that they were on screen together, I was oh, I was almost. There. It was hot in like a a clinical cold unloving sort of way it was like reverse chemistry well you know what happened is uh, I actually spoke to some people who worked on the film um, and uh, they said that they had to cut out the uh, full frontal bareback full penetration sex scene between uh, Chalamet and McDormand shame and shame but I actually got a copy of it uh, which I saw um, I, I can't share it with you obviously that's privileged information but I mean whoo was he wearing his fluid retention suit I mean you wouldn't think that she could move like that you would, and you wouldn't think that he would default to the lazy starfish position every single time. But Chalamet, you know, he, I mean, he's, hey, he's young, he's inexperienced. He provides he's the dealing power with a from, pro. Exactly, they're playing their roles. But uh, but uh, points deducted for his moustache. Points. I mean, come on. I don't know. I made it work for me. I mean, it is the French dispatch that's a, after all. That's a French porn moustache if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh, next nominee is Judas and the Black Messiah from the film Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, AKA Bill and Fred's Bogus Journey. <laughs> is this, are we talking about the, the, the romance between Judas and the Black Messiah? Of course. <laughs> I mean, every scene between them is tense. Look at how close their faces are in that one shot that God. it took me ages to find. <laughs> is this scouring the <laughs> film? This is literally the only hint of a One of the only times that they were in the same frame without like three other people in it. I mean, hey, I love a man in a beret. But look how close they are. I should have photoshopped them closer and made it look like they were kissing. <laughs> But I didn't. And had a little sound yep. effect. Yep, yep, yep. And the next nominee is uh, Daniel Craig and Eva Green's Tombstone from No Time to Die. Really just a great showcase of the fact that there hasn't been a Bond girl as good as Eva Green <laughs> since Eva Green. I love that you pulled this up. Way more chemistry in this, like, 30-second scene yep, than with he had one with person the main, in it. With, uh, what's her name? Leah, Leah Sadu? Yes. It, why? Like, Leah said, don't. There is, n- there is no scene in either of the two movies that makes me go, oh, that's why he's willing to give it all up for her. Yeah. She, I she, mean, I, it sort of works because, like, she's obviously, you know, not very emotionally available just like he is. But, I mean, it's like... So why are they together then? <laughs> How would that help? When would that work in a relationship? Two people who are, like, refuse to speak to each other. 
And then you, you yeah, throw in Anna de Armas. Most Protestant and marriages, like, to be honest. You can't throw in that like 15 minute scene with Anna de Armas. Yeah. That they have incredible chemistry and it's just like, the, boom, yeah. incredible, give me a whole movie of that. And then you go back to like, oh, we're, we're in love, but we're really sad. And I guess we've got a kid together. The, the one person since Casino Royale who's made me go, oh, this could be an interesting pairing. And he tries to lay a hand on her and she's like, oh, no, no. Oh, so Jesus. thanks Phoebe Waller-Bridge for fucking up that scene. I have to assume that's what she was called in, to rewrite Lashana Lynch's dialogue and just make that scene him getting... She's she's the go-to now. To be like, hey, we can't be criticised because we brought in Phoebe Waller-Bridge. But, like, fluid retention warriors around the world, look how not getting a nut off improved that Cuba scene. I mean, he was was on fire. He was was pulling out all the stops. Yeah, give me a whole movie of that. And it's just Anna Damas turning down yeah. Daniel Craig the, the entire time it was the best scene and then him just getting more and more sexually frustrated yeah. that would be a great modern day take on James Bond I mean that was basically the Christmas Jones thing in uh, what was that The World Is Not Enough oh my god <laughs> it was just, just James the height of James Bond him having to hold back all of his jokes that he desperately wants to make until he finally just can't stop himself. Denise Richards but, playing a nuclear scientist. At the moment of orgasm, he's like, oh, I heard Christmas only comes once a year. I mean, she left immediately after that, right? I love, I want to believe they wrote that line. They wrote the joke for that line. And then we're like, okay, now we've got to call it Christmas. Yeah. And then they brought in Phoebe Waller-Bridge and she was like, no, they're not doing that until the end. <laughs> and that's the last line of the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, they don't make them like they used to. Okay, next nominee, Nick Cage and his pig from the hit film. Oh, explosive. Nick Nick Cage's pig. Uh, I mean, beautiful. And, like, not not purely erotic. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just emotion there. Yeah. Love. Unconditional love. But the eroticism like, this, is there. This movie made me weep. I mean, they share so few scenes together, to be honest, that it's great that they sit... Like, it's so erotic and, and, and driven by pure chemistry that you can absolutely understand why he spends the rest of the film looking for his pig, even though she's she's nowhere to be seen. It's, I mean... It's, it's, it's breaking... I keep saying baking. <laughs> it's baking boundaries. <laughs> I mean, the way that he, he, he says, he talks to her, he's like, Apple. And I was like, oh. You can, you can tell the love. I'm yeah. all the way there. I got asked to leave the cinema. You, it's like the the uh, acts of service, mm-hmm. making pig like a meal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we that's a, like a solid 10 minute scene. Yeah, the one animal he won't eat. That should have been the, the tagline for this movie. <laughs> I, I, I want to think that people went to see this movie assuming it's going to be like another weird horror film with Nick Cage. Yeah. And they just weren't prepared for this like I mean, really after, somber, heartfelt tale. After Lamb. Oh, God. I didn't it? watch that. I read the synopsis. Holy moly. Yeah. Well, if you saw Lamb and you were like, oh, this also looks like an A24 film and it's called <laughs> Pig, or you went into it thinking it was going to be John Wick, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised either way, but... Definitely yeah. surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hope, I hope they'd enjoy it. But you know, chemistry, fire. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Timothy Chalamet and his mum from June, who he, you know. Oh man, I didn't even remember this scene. But they, damn. they clearly want to get up to some cucumber pickling. <laughs> well, I mean, compared between him and Zendaya, why I were mean, they nah, both? Actually, that, that really they were both me. watching each other change. Don't tell me that that 
There was more chemistry between those two than there was between him and Zendaya. Hey, you're reading into things that just aren't there, okay? Bullshit. This scene goes for 30 seconds. I know a lot of the scenes in June go for yeah, long with weird yeah, focus. She was on... looking at her son and being like, oh my god, is this, <laughs> is this truly the, the... Is he going to turn into this man that yeah. I think he's going to... Well, we're the last two survivors of House Atreides. I mean, gotta make more Atreides. <laughs> oh, what could possibly go wrong? Spoilers, but it's like six months old. This is on you at this point. Um, okay, we got uh, the chick in the car from Titanic. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, my one frustration with this, obviously, being that they don't actually show the mechanics of how... How is it working? She's I tied like, up. Is she using the gear stick? Because she's facing the back of the car. Yeah, but she's in the back seat. Yeah. We don't need to know the mechanics, okay? I need to know the mechanics. I know you're supposed Which to like, this leave This is mental something. stimulation, Okay, right? you're supposed to leave some things to the imagination, but I got that when the car was, like, jumping up and down from outside. This, when they show her tied up in the back seat, I'm like, well, what's going on? Hey, I'm, this is... <laughs> for is she sitting on the seatbelt holder? a person in a car, I think it's done with, like, a lot of restraint. Yep, you know, and you can feel the love. You can feel the pure chemistry. <laughs> it's organic. I mean, and, it's not organic. In, like, the first, what, 20 minutes of the film? Really mm-hmm. setting the tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, the next is those two little gay kids from Luca, who... Whoa! Whoa, that's a subtext I did not pick up on. Oh, they very clearly wanted to paint each other's back porches red. I mean... Whew! Steamy between every scene. Silencio Bruno. Mm-hmm. Br- Bruno was really their, their unrequited desires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruno was their doubts and fears. Mm-hmm about being open and honest with each other and what they really wanted. Exactly. But you know hiding the fact that they're both fish people. Yep. What mm, Yeah, fish on. fish people. Wow, I didn't even think about this when I was watching it. That's that's profound right there. Exactly. And the last nominee has to go to Bo Burnham and himself for inside wow. Bo Burnham. Wow. Uh, you know, the passion was there, but did they have the chemistry? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's find out. Um and the winner of the, uh, what was the category? Steamiest uh, on screen chemistry. chemistry award goes to those two little six-year-olds who fuck in the rocks in old. Wah, wah. And no Shyamalan's. Um, oh, we actually do have uh, feedback from our uh, third uh, uh, correspondent, uh, Chen, of the HPV Friends. Oh, excellent. Said, I love to hear his take on it. Uh, he's just written here that... Uh, Mixed race children will have no heaven to go to, and uh, the mixing of races is a plan by extraterrestrials to erase native people's attachment to their homeland. Okay, thank you, Chen. Let's yes. just uh, cut that one there. I thought uh, those were being filtered. Uh, not. Yeah, I mean, I we are contractually obliged to say whatever it is that he's written in the notes. It's it's uh, you know we got screwed on the contract, man. I I thought that he was some kind of like Joe Rogan iconoclast type. <laughs> Uh, I thought we could. He's the Chinese Joe Rogan. I thought we could avoid. I thought we could avoid some, you know, Oscars so white kind of controversy by doing by bringing him on. But I like what you had. You know, I did not know who he was funded by. I did not know the resources he had at his disposal. And he's not even Chinese. He's Taiwanese, who speak Chinese, but they're they're not Chinese. But they do consider themselves the only real Chinese. So I don't know. We don't suppress any voices here, much to our detriment. We'd like to. While I don't agree with this choice. I would have gone Benedetta between Benedetta and Jesus That's in bad. that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I, th- I found that a bit on the nose. and uh, 
you literally have her entering his, his spear wound scar. I mean, that is just that that is beautiful. It is but beautiful. As much as I want that to be the winner, the fact that old is even included on this list, mm-hmm. love it. You know, love it. And they went bareback. I really enjoyed this movie. Okay, it is it's terrible, <laughs> and I loved it. It was a beautiful film. <laughs> Alright, pause. I, I need to take a toilet break. Oh, oh you, just right. got, you just got a vamp for like... I was going to say 30 seconds, but maybe give me some more time. I could just pause the recording. The Slayer Award? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> god, I mean, I hope I cleaned up that toilet seat. I'm pretty sure there's going to be at least seven pubes dusted on it. Oh, And we're back. Was there more or less than three pubes on the seat? Oh, no. It was fine. There was only um, a few skid marks. All right. I had well. fun, like, spraying those off. So, thank you. Well. Thank you for that satisfaction. <laughs> Service doing, for the cause. Doing guards work. <laughs> All right. So, the next category is the Slay Awards, which is Best Female Heroine of... Twi- uh, her- heroine? Heroine. <laughs> Is it, pronounced the same? is it pronounced the same as the drug is it heroin yeah heroin all right well then fair enough you go girl uh it's, you know the 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 how do you describe this category lauren it's the girl boss category mm-hmm. okay it is you know past, past it's the chick who is getting hers past award winners include uh the the anya taylor joy from the witch uh who just yes absolutely fucking slayed um she lives so deliciously um and of course, Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl, who oh, talk about a girl getting hers. All uh, right, yes, beautiful. Okay, so the nominees are. Uh, it's not responding. The nominees are Sandy Bullock from The Unforgivable. I you mean the the, the forgettable? Oh uh, no, yes. well, I mean the unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I and wasn't that un- oh no the unforgiven the unforgotten the unforgivable I think. <laughs> That's what I've written down. The unrememberable. The unrememberable. <laughs> the, the unremarkable. The unimportant. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, she she made a movie. Yep. Good for Sandy. Yep. I think she's got a Netflix contract. She must. Oh, that's a Netflix movie? Wow. Yes. Wow. She she really took a tumble from being like America's Girl Next Door. Well, between like that and uh, Bird Box, I have to imagine she's got some sort of contract that means she has to appear in those movies. Otherwise, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Alright, the next nominee is uh, Mayor of Easttown from Mayor of Easttown. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait. It was just, oh, uh, Does it uh, say what? film? Does it say film in the category title? Yes, we were arguing about this before. It says best female heroine and there was very few of them in the films this year. I mean, hey, she, she slays. If you don't like the fact that, TV, that a TV actor got in here... You're not going to like the next one because it's like... Lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil oh, Village. Oh, Jesus. I mean, beautiful. I mean, you're turning this into a farce. She okay? slayed all day. Uh, we've got One Division from One Jesus Division. Jesus Christ. Uh, we've got Jacinda Ardern from New I'm, Zealand. I'm trying to take this seriously, and this is what you do. I mean, it is not appreciated. We've got that awful little girl from True Grit in Hawkeye. Hey, I uh, like Haley Steinfeld. We've got that awful little girl <laughs> from True Grit as Hawkeye 2 or something. <laughs> That fucking show sucked. I'm sorry, but that sucked. It was. It sucked. I liked it. Shut up. It was Christmas themed. Sure. 
<laughs> it was a dog with one eye. We'll, it was cute. Well, we'll get to it next episode. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, Hawkeye back and forth. I was into it. What is he retired now? No, he's just he's just a he's hard just letting there dad be another trying Hawkeye. to get back home before Christmas. <sighs> All right, and Moving. he's ser- seriously neglecting his kids. All right, next, next, next nominee. It's a dual nomination for uh, oh. Francis McDormand's roles as a, a slay queen journalist who seduces a like sixteen-year-old Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Love it uh, for for her article in the French Dispatch, and also as the uh, toxic influence who goads Macbeth into killing King Duncan in uh, the tragedy of Macbeth. See, this would be an absolute walk away if they didn't neuter her mm. in. Macbeth. Yeah. All right? Why didn't they just cut out that scene where she's like, oh, I feel bad. You know, what's the point? Why do you feel bad? You know, you used your body and your mind to get what you wanted. And, you know, what? Oh, so she's a villain? She's a villain just because she's ambitious? You know, I don't think so. I mean... Out down spot? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Come on. How about a little modernization of the dialogue? <laughs> uh, we got Tony Soprano's mum from The Many Saints of Newark. Um, Whoa. Is that Vera Famiglia? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think they put some sort of weird fucking filter on her or something. Damn. But, yes, that that to is make her. her look more like Tony Soprano. <laughs> to make her look like the girl, the the old woman who played her in uh, the TV show. Oh yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. Which it's not working. Yeah, no, it's not working. But hey, props to her for the prosthesis. We've got uh, the chick from Uncut Gems in No Sudden Move. Oh yeah. What she didn't really slay. get hers though. She, yeah, I bet she slayed, and she was a queen. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Queen, P- queen for, for thirty seconds of screen time. <laughs> uh, we got all nineteen of Alicia Vikander's roles from The Green Knight. Um, B- booyah, yeah, Boo- yeah, slaying it in each and every role, especially the CGI giant. I mean, beautiful, underappreciated as an actor. She, she does well. She's, mm-hmm. she, she's a good. Um, Workhorse of an actor, okay? Always gets it done. Absolutely. And you know that one bedroom scene? I mean, steamy. Is this... Okay, I didn't, I, I've downloaded Green Knight, haven't seen oh, it. Oh, let's just move on then. <laughs> uh, that awful little Italian girl from Luca. Um, you know, ambitious. Uh, strong-willed. I, uh, I appreciate this choice, but outshined by both of the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unfortunately Italian, so, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on her winning... And finally, the, the the girl who may or may not have been uh, assaulted in uh, The Last Duel. It's still unclear. Jury's still out on who was in the right and who was in the wrong in that movie. Even though it explicitly says it in the movie? They're, they're all it's, telling... They're all so tell- ambiguous. No, they're all telling their own side of the story. There is no impartial who knows picture of what true. went on. Exactly. In, in both of the excruciatingly long scenes i was just thinking you know i get it i get I this get, is I get a why, good movie i get why there's this debate. is a great movie <laughs> i get why there's debate as to when she's repeatedly shouting no in both scenes as to as to how he could be confused by that you know i hate how people are just writing this off as a me too movie it's like it, it's it's like the new gladiator okay it's oh, yeah. good i mean it actually gives the last jewel some pretty fucking good stakes a no, we're still in irony mode right now, Lewin. That's not. <laughs> I just can't believe Adam Driver agreed to do two rape scenes in a movie. Yeah, well, that was going to be Ben Affleck. I oh, think I could see him agreeing to it. Uh, well, I think we'd know why Ben Affleck, given his uh, history with uh, Weinstein and his brother and 
all that. I can I can see why he was like. I think I'm I might take a lesser role in this. I just want to props to Ben Affleck and Matt Damon for actually being able to pull off being 14th century French knights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, not, that has no right to well, work not with no even, French accent. Yeah, <laughs> not even bothering to pretend to do even an English accent. Just, <laughs> just like. The Count of Cristalou. Just sounding like they're like from the upper echelons of like just American society and being like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> it's the same. Hey, yo, I'm wicked French, yo. <laughs> and the winner, obviously, there could only be one. And that winner is Alexia from Titan, the the cross-dressing, car-fucking, self-mutilating uh, killer from Titan. I, I, I think we can all agree did wonders for gender politics this year. She got hers, redefining masculinity. Exactly. Okay, women can be masculine as well. Yeah, you know, men, you're on notice. They Without can do giving it, up their femininity. They can do it just as good as you can. And uh, we've got another note from Chen here. Uh, and honestly, it's just a reminder of why when we formed the HPV Friends uh, Executive Committee that we didn't grant him voting rights, because he's just written here... Um, oh, God. To, ...to do of same sex is muddled human ethics and is absolutely forbidden by God. And he's attached about 12 articles from something called the Epoch Times. Yeah, I don't even... All right, thanks, Chen. Uh Interesting commentary from Chen. Thanks for the note, Chen. Let's move on uh, to the best shirtless scene. Ooh. It's a celebration of pure human physicality. Everyone's uh, favourite category. You know, all, all the, the the features of note, you know, pecs, abs, nipples. This I, I'm hoping this includes full frontal scenes. We'll, we'll see. Oh, Fucking spoil. My fingers are crossed. Okay, sorry. So, number one. Uh, Shang-Chi from Shang-Chi uh, I mean hey if they pour in the money to give you the, the superhero bod you gotta show it off oh yeah absolutely uh, we've got uh, the two shirtless kids from Cobra Kai yes uh, thank Hawk, you for including this the the, the tension was unbelievable Hawk in man <laughs> oh he's now Eli or something Oh. He's now Eli, but he's covered his body in hawk tattoos <laughs> and can't call himself the hawk anymore. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Dev Patel's beautiful scene uh, from The Green Knight. Uh, Why is his hand so greasy? I hope that's grease. That's not grease, Lewin. Okay. That's exactly what you think oh, it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Would have been helpful if you'd seen the movies, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, we And oh, Alexia yes. from Titan in yes. that beautiful... Uh, uh, how would you describe this scene, Lon? It's it's a it's a great view on motherhood. I mean, and her lactating motor oil. I believe it's motor oil. It it, it really makes a bold statement. I feel like a lot of the movie could have been alleviated if you just moisturised properly. But you know, but I, I liked where the film ended up nonetheless. Just keep a bottle of fucking like Vaseline by the bed or something. But but it's fine. And the winner. And there could only be one winner, really. I, yeah, and I, it, it's gonna be. Oh my god! <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it had to go to uh, Simon Rex from Red Rocket. Fantastic, fantastic. I mean, obviously, you know, it was a, it was an iffy kind of uh, decision because he did go both shirtless and bottomless. And it's it's he's he's hanging it all out. Yep, and you know, plan. Uh, but I think, yeah, the sweatiest bod, as, as, the as most nude. Exactly, it's there's it no holds barred. As as celebrations of human physicality go, there could be no parallel really this year. 
I want to get honorable, honorable mention to Benedict Cumberbatch in Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. Fully rubbing mud into his crutch. I oh, mean, yeah. You just don't see that in films anymore. No, that's true. In fact, we'll add that in post. Uh, Great. Uh, and we've got another note from Chen here. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I didn't. I wish I didn't have to keep reading these, but he's he has a contract. He he. he I, oh God. Okay. Let's all, let's I, all embrace I ourselves. I just thought he was some kind of a iconoclast Taiwanese thing, but hey, how this is connecting sp- with someone. Look, all right. He said uh, to enjoy this image bespeaks of a filthy, deviant state of mind that lacks rationality. And uh, and here, I mean, it, it looks like he's uh, take he's, he's taken a photo, obviously, with the the camera on his phone, but it's of a computer screen. It seems like he could have just screenshotted it. Uh, it's about it, it, twelve different pages uh, of an ebook called uh, the Jean Falun, if I'm reading that right. It's it's very blurry, it's very unclear, and all the writing is in Hanzi. So even if I could read Hanzi, it's uh, it's indecipherable. So. I don't know what a Jean Falun is. Uh, let's just move on. I uh, assume it's his dig commentary on Simon Rex's role in Scary Movie Three. Let's let's go with that. Uh, Chen, we read out your message. You know, we've met the obligations. Let's just all right. So the best fight scene for twenty twenty one. Great category. Is our great next category. category. Uh, A lot of good fight scenes this year. Yep. Yeah, uh, this is uh, who 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 led us through the thrills. Who who showed us. The, the basics of martial combat. Who who gave us things that we're going to try out on five year old kids at the park? Exactly, and and it's anyone's category this year. No Michael Bay movies this year. Exactly. So I mean, it, it could be anyone. <laughs> uh, let's see who it could be. The nominees are. I mean, I already know who it is. Uh, the Michelet brother scene from The Witcher season two. Uh, Boo. We've got the <laughs> we've got the Cuba scene. That fucking film purist bitch. Uh, we've got the Cuba scene from No Time to Die. We've yes. got the bus scene. Yeah, that, I mean that was pretty incredible. From from Shang Chi, you have to admit. You have to admit. And this, Actually, okay, I I, I put beautiful... off watching Shang Chi for so long. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's it's better than most of the Marvel movies. Well, when you have Disney Plus, at some point you do have to get your money's worth. I mean, I even watched Black Widow. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, we got the bus fight from Nobody. Nobody was this year. That still blows my mind. Exactly. You know what else is this year? Godzilla vs. Kong from oh Godzilla vs. God. Kong. Oh my god! As if. That feels like it literally came out in 2019. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, Jax getting his arms frozen off in Mortal Kombat. Sick. Beautiful. Sick. How did, how did the, the fight scene from Pig not make it in here? Which one was that? What? When he just gets his ass The underground him? bum fight. And, and Nicholas, that wasn't a he fight. doesn't fight back at all. He just gets the shit kicked out of him. Because it's not a fight. They paid to kick the shit out of him. It's not a fight. Hey, I enjoyed it. You're right. We'll he was making it. a meal of it. And, of course, we have The Last Jewel from The Last oh. Jewel. Incredible. Incredible. You know, brutality. Combat. Things that I'm going to do to my six-year-old nephew the next time he fucking arcs up. I'm, oh, I'm taking him the fuck out. This scene well, was incredible. He's also my cousin. This is like... This, 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 this tops any fight scene in Gladiator. This is like Ridley Scott at the top of his game. Exactly. He's still kidding. He's killing it and he's yeah. in his 80s. He's patient. Uh, I think. Right now we're still in irony mode. So let's, let's <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the winner, I mean, it has to go to Armand's fight scene from The White Lotus. Uh, demonstrating the rare... Australian martial fighting technique of snorting a bunch of ketamine, uh, stripping your opponent down, and kinetically targeting his asshole with your tongue. Hey, it's a tradition. Mm-hmm. I know that's what I was doing uh, yesterday in Australia. Exactly. You know, 
I went down to Cronulla, you know, we saw a lot of this happening uh, in the bushes. Uh, hey, you go down to your local public bathroom and you just, you know, join in in the festivities. Exactly. He, and he's got a very thick moustache. That does not make it easy. He's going to have to scrub the shit out of that thing afterwards. Uh, and Chen, Chen, I, I think he agrees I, I, with us on this. Uh, he's just sent oh, the words, uh, God loves those who purify themselves. And uh, that's actually, I think that's the last note that he sent. So, um, all right, uh, good, you know. Thank you, Chen. Yes, that's, that's the end of his feedback. And now, very prestigious award. It's the hottest bitch in the biz award. Bum, bum, it's, it's a controversial category every single time that we've brought it up in conversation with anybody else. But, you know, the fact is it's not a sexist thing. Uh, it's a celebration of women. Uh, it's not sexist because we're going to do the exact same thing to guys Ooh, afterwards. And oh, therefore, I, I assume guys are also included in this category. Oh, no, they have their own category, obviously. We're not that far ahead. We're okay, not that Okay, right. I was, I was going to assume that you know, uh, Matt, Matt Damon in, in Last Jewel. Uh, so, nominees include Gal Gadot. Four? It's just oh, wait, the hottest it, bitch oh, in the biz. Oh, there's, there's no... no movies? I mean, she was in Red Notice? We're Red not... Pill? Red... We're not using those <laughs> filthy words on this pod. <laughs> what was the movie? It's just for the hottest bitch okay, in the biz. Okay, hottest bitch in the biz. Let's go. All right. Uh, we got Gal Gadot. We've got Margot Robbie. Margot. Uh, we've got uh, Amy Adams. Uh, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> we've got Amber Heard. Lizzo. Aquafina. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, she's got my vote. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg with a gender swap filter on. Oh, I thought that person looked familiar. And the mother-in-law from Red Rocket. Excellent. And the winner is, for the fifth year in a row, Rachel Dolezal. Congratulations to Rachel Dolezal. Big year Jesus for her. Jesus Christ. Uh, she did start an OnlyFans in 2021, so it was a really? big year. She actually did. Wow. From what I understand, it's mainly feet pics. I'm not saying I. Sub- uh, I'm not saying I subscribe, but I'm not. I mean, just have some sick morbid curiosity. When Rachel Dolezal opens an OnlyFans account at a reasonable price, you you take that deal. Is this her promoting her OnlyFans on uh, on today? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, she quits the NAACP uh, to start an OnlyFans. No, it That's one hardworking it. gal. Uh, and now the hottest bastard in the biz. Oh yeah! You know, we... beautiful, glorious past winners such as OJ, Geralt <laughs> <laughs> in the bar from The Witcher video games. The only two previous winners. Like I said, not problematic because we're doing it to men too. So, you know, exactly. What What are you? Are we're you, equal opportunity here. Are you racist if we treat everyone the same way? I don't think so. Like, sh- <laughs> everyone's if terrible. You objectify everyone, us. If you objectify everyone, it's like you're not objecting anyone at all. Objectify. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Jeremy Irons. Ooh. Michael Kane. Oh, a shot. Danny Treo. Yes. Jack Nicholson. Oh, I mean, I'm surprised he's not the winner. Dick Van Dyke. Is he still alive? He is. Good for him. He's currently in some kind of hipster Amish phase. He looks insane. Based on his beard. He looks actually insane. Bob Newhart. No, he definitely died. No, he's still alive. Jesus Christ. Good on him. I mean, he could be a revenant. It's hard to say. Robert Duvall. Dennis Rader. What? David Berkowitz. Christ. 
Ed Kemper, <laughs> Ted Kaczynski, Richard Ayuadi, no, uh, Wayne Williams, uh, Gregory Rasputin. Great choice. Uh, any other nominees you'd like to put forward? You, you named them all. You named them all. <laughs> I think I got all of them. Uh, and the winner of the hottest bastard in the biz has to be... Muhammad Atta. Congratulations to Muhammad Atta. I mean, great big anniversary for Muhammad Atta uh, in 2021. I mean, I truly, mean, despite slipping under the radar, I he mean, really blew up big time. He exploded onto the scene back in 2001 with his debut, and he's, you know, he delivered nothing but hits. I love how the most infamous of the 9-11 hijackers and the dreamiest. <laughs> All right. Now this is a live voting category, so it Ooh, is... Oh, excellent. Okay. It Ooh, is, now we're getting to the really exciting It is categories. time for actual debates. We did eat up about an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> that's, no, that's fine. This, in, is all, this is all great. In this pure is all gold. irony. Gold. Yeah, it's gold, Jerry. <laughs> All right, so the nominees for Best Actor Male. Oh, by the way, it's 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 every actor. It's not just, you know, starring actor, supporting actor. It's who gave oh, the okay. best performance. Okay, I like that. I, if they I appeared really do on like three, three seconds on screen, like M. Night Shyamalan in old, he's still nominated. Does it count as acting if you're literally playing yourself? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. We're, we're, we're out of the irony zone here so we can still hasn't quite nailed that accent but it, you know, it, it worked well yeah I, I, I started the movie took you know the first 20 minutes I was like is this a western what the fuck is Benedict Cumberbatch doing in a starring role but then as the film goes on and you kind of get that it's more of a you know character study it's like oh that's why it's Benedict Cumberbatch it, it changes genres like three times yeah it's like no he's not a good like all American cowboy but no one in that movie is an all-American cowboy. The whole problem with the American cowboy is it doesn't exist. And it's just him living like a fucking slob. There was one true American cowboy. Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry. <laughs> but he wasn't a true American cowboy, was he? Because he was still up to some uh, hijinks with with underage boys. I just want to see the Netflix spin-off TV show, The, the Legend of Bronco Henry. Yeah. And playing Bronco Henry... I was thinking more like... Cody Smith-McPhee. I don't know, Big Show? Ooh. <laughs> the, the, the wrestler? Is he still around? Is he still kicking? Yeah. Well, I, that's what I, I appreciated. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, like, scratch it, scratch it, scratch it. I've got the perfect actor. Ooh. Matthew McConaughey as Bronco Henry. Excellent. Just, I mean, that, that... Just playing his character from Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> someone, someone send Jane, Jane Campion that idea and just make this happen. It is beautiful. The, the power of Bronco Henry <laughs> the sequel <laughs> I, yeah, no the, I just appreciated the fact that like yes it looks like he's trying to live as something that doesn't exist he's acting as a cowboy he's an actor yes. acting as a person acting as a cowboy yeah and hiding his true sensitivity in gay porn mags I'm surprised they even had gay porn mags back in like 1920s Montana I think technically it was like exercise guides but I mean it was <laughs> It was gay porn, I'm sorry. <laughs> is that what you call them? Is that what's hiding yeah. under your bed? Well, it was like, cool. a Sears ca- like a Sears catalogue. Like, oh yeah, no one's going to jack off to this. It's, it's just women in lingerie. Racy. Right. Uh, we've got Nicolas Cage for Pig. I mean... Wow. It's... it's 
the, talk about an evolving career. Yes. I mean, just it, I, I would say Nick Cage truly is the greatest actor we have. The the best part about his performance is you are waiting for him to blow up and do some Nick Cage shenanigans, and yet he doesn't. In fact, his most like the best performance, his biggest confrontation with somebody else in the movie is just him quietly destroying their entire life and he's barely speaking over like a whisper yes there's so much power in it he, it's like he he's using his own like what the audience expects of him like against them mm-hmm. it's an it's a it's an understated performance and it's beautiful and i love it and but he's still rocking that like weird nick cage hair yep the beard is working yep he can't escape his own weirdness but serves the character that he is just this fucking broken person who no longer fits like nothing I, has I gone right it. for him. I buy it. There's a scene where he's like buying a baguette and and he's eating it, and it brought me to tears. Mm. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful performance. We've got King Richard for King Richard. I mean, this should just be called like, please give me an Oscar. Yeah. the movie. It was award bait. I I don't. It's not getting any golden wheelies. I, can I can't hate. I can't hate Will Smith though. No. This is what he does. Okay, it's him just being like, hey. I'm I'm a, like a star. I'm an A-list star. I get people into the theatre, although this didn't do that. It was surprising that they made a sequel to Pursuit of Happiness at all. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad they did. And he he really <laughs> uh, built on the role. And uh, it was it was good to see. It's good to see that continuity. I like that he's learned the lesson that if you're trying to go for an Oscar, maybe don't do a terrible accent like yep. you did in Concussion. Oh, fuck. That was good. Tell the truth. It's like the... Uh, have you seen Buffy? No, uh, <laughs> that's just, been cancelled. Okay, they, you can't even mention Buffy uh, anymore. Okay, yeah, but they bring in in the second season like the new Slayer, who's a Jamaican woman. Guess what? <laughs> the actor is not Jamaican, and every other character spends the entire well, actually, mainly Buffy, the main character who you're supposed to like, spends the entire time like making fun of her accent and shit. Is, oh, it, like, you, is it like Chet Hanks? Oh, you have dreadlocks? <laughs> What's this bullshit? Go on, go on with you. It is. It is like that. It, it is. I, I, I and I gonna go hunt some vampires that's the truth the bad man coming oh God. Bad jar, I'm gonna unleash we're some, just trying to add a bit of flavour I'm gonna unleash some realness on this it's so hard not to go into Irish unleash some realness on this bad man <laughs> anyway so yeah that's that's Actually, no, no, give, give me the biopic with Will Smith playing Bob Marley okay put him in Beautiful. dreads give him an accent is there a Bob Marley biopic I don't think there there must be. Right, there well, must be. I'm pretty sure we can get some rights. <laughs> oh my god, that and have like Andre three thousand. By this playing, point, playing surely it? there's some like unauthorized biography that we can just. Oh no! Do the do the um I'm not there version, where it's like you know they have an act, all these different actors playing Bob Marley throughout his life. <laughs> like uh, what's it the what's the one that uh Heath Ledger died filming the Imaginarium of Doctor. Oh Parnassus. god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the exact style and genre of the Imaginary of Dr. And screw Parnassus. it. If, we, you know, if a white woman wants to play Bob Marley, let her. We've got Timothy Chalamet for just splattering over every single AAA <laughs> title that came out this year. Yeah, a big year. You know, this was the year of Chalamet. It, it, it truly was. It truly was. He's, he's on the up and up and up. I, I, I genuinely respect him as an actor. Like... He never like obviously he got he got all of his breaks because his parents were like Hollywood producers and stuff. But hey, who doesn't get the yeah, the break from? He that? never played like the even when he was like technically still a child actor. He never got like the typical child actor roles of you know Disney 
originals and you know his first like breakout yeah, role was I think that's almost a ding against him though he didn't have to suffer through those you know no, the Disney he Channel originals to, he went straight to adult to adult uh, content and, and fucking did a great have you seen Homeland? He's, he's in the second season of Homeland playing like a spoiled senator's son but he gives Ooh, I it see him pulling he that gives off. it some actual depth he gives it charisma and like as an adult performance it's like this kid's actually got some fucking chops. I, I wanna I I don't wanna like him, but just everything yep. he's done, it's he's he's killed it. Uh, I have to admit, he's killed when it. he started when he talked about how he used to run a YouTube channel that was him like customizing Xbox controllers, and he got about six views. Wow, the kid's also a fucking nerd. Respect. So when he's playing these like scenes where he's like an up uppity you know little fucking punty bitch, <laughs> it's like, but he's actually not that in in real life. So, you know, he's doing a great job acting. He's a fucking nerd. He's like uh, Henry Cavill. Like, right. Behind the scenes. He's Beautiful just a, on the outside. He's just a nice guy. Black soul on the inside. Yeah, and he has yet to do anything problematic, so... Until he plays Christian Foster in the Christian Foster biopic. Yeah, it's going to turn out that he, like, assaulted Claire Danes on the set of Homeland or something. Oh, God. Something's going to happen. <laughs> no. He's, no. Sorry, his trajectory is going so well, something has to yeah. happen. <laughs> it's going to turn out he's going to have some, like cannibalism fetish yeah. oh wait no that's oh, already that's man. already ruined that was, it's can you believe career. that was 2021 wow that was the year we're reviewing was army hammer coming out as a- and murder on the orange no no uh, curse uh, yeah. on the nile where Ta- it's called taiwanese exper- yeah uh. <laughs> that's still coming out sheesh I, if he is in the murderer in that i mean i'm surprised they didn't give him the uh spacey treatment and just replace him with uh christopher Plummer. <laughs> Just CGI Christopher Plummer into that. Christopher Plummer. Yes. We've got Oscar Isaac for oh, the card counter. Oh, oh. I mean, wondrous. The man who can do no wrong. He's 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 a great actor. Even in this role, where it's like it is a completely understated performance, he doesn't really have that much to to do. I mean, he does so much with so little. Yes, exactly. But it's, I mean, he is given a lot here to work with, but he doesn't showboat it and go like yeah. over the top. Well, the moments that were like the most impactful in the movie were things where it's not even something that he did it's just his failure to respond in a human way to something that someone else says or does is just totally <laughs> believable and you understand where he's coming from i really think oscar isaac is like the lead of his generation of actors i, I can't think of anyone else in his generation him, that's like killing it as much him as him oscar isaac for nothing hey but I'm pretty sure the card counter is not going to get any no <laughs> any nominations. I, I just want to give props to Paul Schrader for putting Tiffany Haddish in his movie. Fuck, like what? What a wild choice! Did T- he? Tiffany did he Haddish know? also having a killer year. Talk, yeah. Two movies. She was in Bad Trip and The Card <laughs> Counter. I think two movies that could not be closer together. Like, did he know who Tiffany Haddish was when he cast her? <laughs> is it like? Uh, what's that fucking One Direction guy that was in Dunkirk? Oh my god, Harry yeah. Styles? Is it like that way? They just literally had no idea who the fuck it was. No, but she she kills it. Yeah, she kills it in Bad Trip, and she kills it in Carcana, and she's playing like opposite characters. Some people, props to her. Some people accused her of tanking the entire film with her performances, but I think like if you don't know who Tiffany Haddish is, it's a it's still a good performance for a Paul Schrader film as well. Yeah. I, I love this movie. This this movie is in my top ten. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. it even sneaked into my top five. All right, excellent. All right. Also, Will, Willem Dafoe in this movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Also, what's the name of the kid in this? Ty Ty Sheridan. Ty Ty Sheridan. Usually, I, was I, he the guy in Eternals? 
No, okay. they look identical it's though. Confusing. They man. look so similar. No, this is the he was in um. Not that I saw Eternals, I would never admit to that. <laughs> no, of, of course did. not. And fuck me. I, I think I watched that two weeks ago, and I could. I was like, did I fall asleep during that movie? What happened in the end? I literally cannot remember. Nothing. Like the, the there was a spaceship that was shaped weird. Uh, uh, it turns out that uh, Jon Snow is also a, a superhero. That's what happened at the end of the movie. Actually, yeah. it was a oh, Hancock situation. Blade, Blade. There was a post-credit scene where, uh, <gasps> not that I saw it. Uh, there was a post-credit scene where uh, he's he's finally picking up the ebony blade, the the cursed blade of his family's destiny, and Marsh, Marshallah, Ma, 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 Marshallah Ali, Muhammad Ali. Sure, as as Blade had his debut off screen, but wow. he's in the movie technically. Hashtag not my blade. Even There's only one blade. Not as Mr. Snipes. In the sum, in the subtitles, it's like unknown speaker. I was like, okay, let's just Google who is that. Martial Art Ali, Blade debut. All they, all they should have just cut to black, and then he's like, some motherfuckers just always try to ice skate uphill. <laughs> you sure you're ready for this, white boy? <laughs> what a got, stacked category. We've got Simon Rex for Red Rocker. Kind of wish somebody had fucking. Uh, Boy, it sure would be helpful if. Hey, hey! I mean, I've rewatched Scary Movie three oh, four times. I'll be ready in, in preparation for this pod. I'll be ready by next week. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, no, no. But you talk about talk about oh. like an, an actor who is perfect for the role they're chosen for. Like, it's honestly such a good performance. It's just, when he he has to deliver like these fucking cokehead monologues where he's like talking to other people about like how rude and mean everyone else has been to him. And he fucking gets the energy perfectly. He's, I've overheard so many. It. I've overheard so many bathroom conversations of guys at nightclubs while I'm sitting on the cubicle waiting for somebody to. <laughs> so, so you know it's authentic. Wait, waiting by the <laughs> the little hole in the stall. Um, but just like the perfect embodiment of no, this character, he fucking nails it. It is a ten out of ten performance. He genuinely deserves at least a a, a nomination. I I I know he probably won't win. No. But a nomination would be incredible. Yeah, in the same way as Pig, I think they're just not going to pay attention to it, but it deserves it. And yeah, I don't know, because Sean Baker's got a lot of rep behind him. True. I think it did uh, win some kind of award at either Venice or Cannes. I think it won like the Grand Jury Award for maybe Venice. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, I might be talking out of my ass there, but I'm pretty wait, sure... The, wait, the performance or the film? The film. Really? So it deserves some recognition. Yeah. Booyah. If the Joker gets a fucking standing ovation at Venice... Wow. This deserves something. Totally. Come on. 100%. We've got the big man himself, Denzel Washington. DZ Wash. For uh, the power of the Macbeth. Uh, <laughs> Killed it. Mm. Uh, actually made me remember it's a real story and not something that I had to read in high school. <laughs> he, he did some interesting things with it as well. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I can ding this this movie with and this performance... Why is I, a black man in England? That's what I was asking the entire time. Unbelievable. <laughs> he's just super tan. <laughs> when they just do the terrible cut to his like, stunt he's double... He's been getting that Scottish like, tan, that famous Scottish tan they all uh, have. It gets hot up there. It gets real hot, okay? It's in black and white. I so was just tell. in Edinburgh and literally had to... like That was the only time I enjoyed wearing a mask. It was fucking... Biting. All their streets have like, you know, those classic old, not tenements, but you know, like the massive fucking uh, facades on the right, front of right. every building. So every street is a fucking wind tunnel. <laughs> it's like two degrees and it's just at your face. And this is like September. 
So Damn. it's not winter yet, and it's the southern. It's the southern. It's Edinburgh. It's like one of the southern, southerniest parts of Scotland. <laughs> we were gonna go see one of my uh, brother-in-law's like extended his uncles in in fucking Inverness. That's at the fucking top. What a wasteland! <laughs> Fuck that country. <laughs> I actually appreciated that. Like they have reason to be miserable, unlike the proper English people who are just bitching about nothing. I hope that entire country just capsizes under the weight of their own fucking fecklessness. Typical Scots. Mm -hmm. Ruin Scotland. (laughs) Damn Scots! They ruined Scotland! We've got Fat Leo for Don't Look Up. Oh my god, yes. That came out this year. He's not getting a lot of uh, recognition for this, even though, like, he nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. Yeah, it is. But it's like, it's so, like, this is just what Leo does, so it's, like, unremarkable. Well, it's unlike most movies where he's already hot and everyone acknowledges the fact that he's hot. Like, I mean, they, it's they him do. playing a guy that is not hot and is completely taken. Like when people are just like, "Is he the hottest climate scientist on oh meteor meteoritician in 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 the world?" And he's like, "Oh, and are you he, responsible for global warming? Because yeah. baby, you are burning up." Yeah, he actually has like an arc that is well realized through his performance uh, of going from a fucking schlub nobody who's just having fun at his university job to king celebrity doomsday preacher yeah and like reckoning with his own destruction the destruction of his marriage the destruction yep. of humanity yep how do people respond in a, in a, in a awful situation a great it's, summation of the frustration a lot of us are feeling but it's, it is like i reckon it'll get i don't even think it'll get nominated mm, it'll get best screenplay because people are like oh it's a netflix film yeah he might get nominated it'll get at least nominated for best screenplay i reckon if, right. If promise, uh, yeah, I guess if fucking Scott's promising awards. young woman can get shit, like fuck that, that came movie. out this year. Uh, yeah, how did we we left her off the boss, bitch? Of course category. we fucking did that movie. No, I'm still uh, even in irony mode. I can't accept that movie. Yeah, that was a total letdown. Yeah. Fucking suck. And we've got Jussie Smollett for his performance in the Cook County Circuit Court. I mean, what a drama! You know that that story had everything. You know uh, and layers. And no holds barred look at, at sensationalist news media, the the struggles of celebrity, uh, the divisiveness of American politics. Um, Interesting performance. Yeah, Z- totally unconvincing, but he believed it. He he believed it, and you could <laughs> and you could see that even just on the emotional side. I mean, if you've seen the recaps or you've you know, I I, I saw the scenes. I mean, the scene where where uh, uh, he uh, uh, testifies that just because. He and one of the uh, Nigerian brothers who uh, attacked him while screaming, this is Marga country, uh, once went to a gay bathhouse in Boys Town and did mutual masturbation with each other uh, doesn't mean that they're necessarily friends. I mean, I felt that. We've all been there, right? Like, to uh, me, it just adds to the depth of his, uh, of his betrayal. Exactly. And that third act turn where the brother then sued him for defamation for saying that they did gay shit together. Uh, who saw that coming? And it was endangering his family in in uh, Kenya or Nigeria or wherever they were from. Let's just edit that in so I don't seem racist. Um, uh, saying that it would endanger his family in in Africa. Uh, you know, I, I felt that. You know, the the in, definitely the themes of internalized homophobia. That's it's an experience we can all relate to. And the, truly, the performance that just keeps on giving. Compelling, beautiful. If he doesn't get nominated, geez, uh, definitely not eligible. But I mean, I don't think that should matter. Yeah, fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, Chinatown. Roman Polanski still gets nomination. 
Exactly. So, exactly. I'm just know, looking forward to Shia LaBeouf playing uh, Jussie Smollett in <laughs> the Jussie Smollett story. Jussie's only crimes were against himself. There was no 14-year-old involved at all. Exactly. And the final nominee uh, has to go to the Red Rocket in Red Rocket. The titular Red Rocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The eponymous Red Rocket. <laughs> physicality. Just pure wow. physicality. Wow. I mean, you can see it all in that performance. I'd say the special effects award, but we don't know. That mm. that could be all Simon Rex, hundred percent. Yeah, it's hard to get a clear shot. Hundred percent Rex, because it seemed to the entire film seemed to be deliberately filmed out of focus on like a Super Eight camera. It was a, it was a choice. It's yeah. Th- this isn't a result of like bad compression. This is just, this is what the whole movie looks like. Uh, and you had a. I think they just had to put a slight blur of the whole thing yeah. just for a censorship reason. I think they just like gorged the entire camera. <laughs> that uh, drop Vaseline over the lens. Your, who was your nominee? Best male, who would, who would I want to throw into that list? I mean, Cody Smith McPhee did a fucking great job. Yeah, I think we can do better than that. Really? Yeah, yeah. The, let, 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 let me have a little look at my list and see, see who I can th- throw into that list. I mean, I know who I'd I'd definitely throw Ben Affleck from Last Jewel into that. Oh, absolutely. The 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 French libertine. I mean, he was playing himself. Yeah. <laughs> But with a you know a little spin on it, okay. I, th- I think he was playing Weinstein. <laughs> I think technically he was playing Weinstein, the benefactor of like his brother. It, yeah, and himself. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it was it worked on so many levels. And, it was a commentary. He was blonde. Oh, that was beautiful! What a beautiful dye job. <laughs> Not on this list, but I fucking love it. Javier Bardem in Dune. Ooh. Okay. Not oh, in there for yeah. long, but he fucking kills it. Yeah. Even uh, though he's probably going to get nominated for being the Ricardos. Nah. But it's like, yeah, I know. that. I mean, that movie's probably going to get nominated, which know, is fucking wild. Another movie which I watched 20 minutes of and I was like, eh, not my vibe. <laughs> yeah, because we know your, your love of Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> oh, yeah, beautiful. I definitely don't hope he fucking gets literally hoisted on a petard. Uh, my winner... Oh, winner for best male performance. No, we've got best three. Best three? Yeah. Top three ranked, ranked choice. That's huge. I think I'm gonna have to. Okay, uh, yeah. Javier. Okay, my top three: Javier Bardem in Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I gotta say, Oscar Isaac in in God Cannon. Mm-hmm. Fucking, fucking loved that performance. And then number three: Ben Affleck last last duel. Oh shit! All right. Well, my number three: Oscar Isaac from the Card Counter. Number two: Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog. And number one: Excellent. I have actually forgotten. So let's go back to check. Oh, it was uh, it was Nicolas Cage for pick. Excellent, excellent. I I want him to win for this. And I want him to win for this. And I think actually, yeah, I'm your, I'm changing my list. Let's let's no. kick out Javier and, and put in Nick Cage. He's number three. Okay, so we've got a three, we've got a three and a two and a one and a three. Fuck! How does this work? I think I think it has to go to Oscar Isaac because we both put him on our list. Wait, so you don't want? You don't want Nick Cage being put up to number three? Uh, yeah, Nick Cage has to be number one. As much as I love Oscar Isaac, and I want to put it, this is they're both. It's like the the understated performance versus understated performance. Yeah, I I also really want Oscar Isaac to win, but it looks like we're both going with Nick Cage. It's got to be Nick Cage. So congratulations to Nicolas Cage for winning the first uh, the the inaugural uh, best actor male. Golden Wheelie Award. Incredible. Well deserved. Boy, I wish he would come and collect it. We have like some canned, canned, uh, Oscar oh, yeah, we will. over uh, this. Thank you. 
uh, I don't know. Maybe we, we do not have a, Nick Cage uh, on a live send him stream. An email, to, see if we can. Uh, I'm sure he respond. He's got some to time come pick hands. it up. Uh, all right, congratulations. He's not going to win. He's a weird guy. He might come down. We know um, the the Oscars are definitely going to uh, wait until he comes out with uh, the what is it? The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, coming out next year. I mean, he's going to win for that. I mean, no considering uh, Nick Cage is fucking, he spends his money the way that we would all spend our money if we were rich and not psychopaths. Like I don't know, every fucking billionaire in America. Yes. We'd, he buys castles he buys dinosaur skeletons he goes broke once every two years because he just can't stop with those ridiculous spending habits we wish we could do that so maybe he'll attend some kind of ceremony if we put one up I'm just him. excited what he's going to wear to the red carpet I mean he, he kills it he is a style icon yeah Mark McGowan you're on notice open the borders only for Nick Cage then close them again let him in let him in alright now best actor female Okay, actor. Let's let's just drop actress. Okay, we don't need yeah. It's actor a, female. Gendered terminology. Exactly. For this, okay. Uh, all right. So no one is uh, Lady yes. Gaga. Yes. House of the Dog. Um, <laughs> power of the House of Gucci. All right, Lady Gaga. What do you think? Uh, on accent alone, yes. Absolutely. Yes, I mean she she kills it. It's like over the top, but you need it to be over yeah, the top. Yeah, you need to play. If you're playing an Italian, you need to you need to go as hard into that uh, psycho, uh, chaotic fascist energy as you possibly can. And she, you know, she pulled it off. Yeah, this really. I mean, from from Luca to this, I mean, from Italian propaganda to showing exactly to, Italians to are in real Italian life. Italian propaganda, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, to just a straight. It's basically a documentary. <laughs> Uh, about a typical Italian family. They are all fashion designers, as we all know. I don't know if she'll get nominated, though. <laughs> Actually, no, she will get nominated because they want like younger people to watch the Oscars. Yeah. And young people, she as we know, love, love Lady Gaga. But it will get uh, points for... It'll probably win for production design. Yep, yep. Uh, we've got actor whose name I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Agatha something. Agatha Christie for... Uh, Agatha Christie Titan. for the Titanic. It's for the Titanic. <laughs> Agatha Adina Menzel for Titan. This this is my number one. This is my number one. Ooh, all right. Well, I mean, I can't imagine anyone else pulling mm, this off. I mean, this is a very challenging. She was committed to that role. She actually fucked a car and got pregnant for this in order to play the role more convincingly. Believe it. I mean, those Audi belly buttons don't come from nowhere. Can Can we just talk about Titan for a second? Yes. What are like a scary, hilarious, yeah, heartfelt. Uh, it ran the movie. fucking gamut of, it was literally of human like every emotion. emotion you can feel yeah. I felt during this movie yeah like visceral discomfort when she's doing the second strip show I don't think I've gasped like as much watching any movie as I yeah. did watching this Francis, got, I think Frances McDormand is probably shooing. Uh, specifically for this category she's gonna be my number one I'm, I think she's gonna win but it's not her best Oh, maybe she, she already won for, uh, what, uh, for the bringing uh, to life billboards fucking, outside of Ebbing, yeah. Missouri but or whatever? For, for uh, you know, actually bringing to life, like, a, a fucking 5th century, you know, play or whatever, whenever the fuck, 5 centuries ago or 5th century, it's one of the two, possibly neither. Definitely neither. I thought it was top-notch work that she actually managed to, like, make me feel something for the character, even if it was discussed. Yeah. I thought it was a great performance. If, the dialogue given, she she killed it. Also, uh, while we're on the topic of tragedy of Macbeth, Stephen Root, 
popping oh, up in this movie. What mo- the fuck? Popping was up that? in this movie and like well, in it for like a minute and like, killed it. It was, was so like, good. Is that Steven Root? Wow. What a surprise. Well, first I was Loved like, second. is that Bill from King of the Hill? And <laughs> <laughs> what you doing there, Bill? Satellite dish trouble? No, I'm just up here to kill myself. Uh, Stephen Root. Love Stephen Root. Yeah. He needs some more love, okay? Yeah. He, he just uh, is the He's cherry finished. on top of the Sunday. <laughs> he makes every movie best, better. Best supporting actor, Stephen Root. <laughs> uh, that chick from... Oh, Lickers yeah, well, Haim. Yeah. What, Alison Alana, Alana Haim? Alana Haim, yeah, I, I think it is. I don't care. I don't, she's not winning. Oh, uh, we've got that... Jodie Ch- Ju- Comer. Is she Welsh in real life or something? Villanelle from uh, 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 that awful TV show with uh, Aquafina <laughs> playing the girl that, once again, may or may not be... Yeah, the killing list of Eve. May... Yeah. The, I mean... May, may or may not <laughs> have been out assaulted in that movie. It's still unclear. Jury's out. We'll find out at the Oscars if, if maybe... Yeah, it definitely didn't say on screen which was the truth and which wasn't. If it, it definitely didn't do that. If it wins at the Oscars, maybe Ridley Scott will finally tell us whether who was telling the truth. This isn't even going to get... I, I, Last Jewel is going to get zero nominations. No, I, I think it will. I don't know. The I, reason it didn't I reckon get House Golden, of Gucci's going to get it. The reason it didn't get Golden... We'll get into it later, but there is there is a good reason why it didn't get any nominations. Yeah, Jodie Comer... G- Great performance. Great I mean, performance. like, she did everything right in this movie. I, I don't know why I'm struggling to put her in my top three, though. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think it was because she's not a character that is able to act. Like, it's it's hard to perform in that role of, like, someone who has to just react to everything that's happening about, who has yeah, no agency. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's like, yeah, for two-thirds of this movie, she like, has no agency. She's she made the decision. She plays it perfectly, yeah. but it's... She makes the decision she wants to make this a thing. But it's not even up to her. It's it's a property crime against her husband. <laughs> Actually, screw it. I'm uh, I'm putting her at number three. She she, she I mean she deserves it. Oh, I'm liking this choice. Kirsten Dunst for the power of the House of Gucci. Um, Excellent performance. I mean, I enjoy Kirsten Dunst. She she she's she's killing it. Okay, and I feel like underappreciated. Un yep, it's understated where it needs to be. It's. It's over the top where it needs to be. crazy when it, when it absolutely calls for it. And totally believable. Yeah. I mean, we've all, you know, been beaten in a banjo piano jewel off and uh, needed to turn to the drink. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. <laughs> we've all been unable to perform in front of an audience. You know, with her, it was the piano in front of the governor. With me, it was uh, a scene for a certain film that I shot that... But they gave me a pill, and it was you know twenty minutes later good, we sorted good. it out. Hey, I mean, I've seen you like bang in every little last drop out of your hooch bottles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally relatable. I mean, you can literally see me desperately trying to get to the bottom of these vape fluid juices because I ran out of money. <laughs> you, you truly are the modern version of, of <laughs> this film. <laughs> I am Kirsten Dunst. Uh, we got Kate Blanchett for yeah. Wow. I didn't wow. even know it was her. To be honest, uh, what is it? The big short. Uh, <laughs> don't look short. Don't look short. Get shorty. Uh, yeah, don't don't look up. Don't. Really, really good in this. Yeah, I didn't know it was her. Like better than better than Meryl Streep in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think Meryl Streep. Meryl was... Streep was playing just like a. She didn't have layers to her. It's a good it performance. Pretty, yeah, pretty one dimensional. Where I feel like. I thought this would be like a spoof performance from yeah. Kate Blanchett and it was actually like pretty, it was pretty yeah, valuable they developed the character and it's like she's 
It's like everyone's accusing her of being complicit. What's the she's based off of on Fox News that uh, she looks like identical to? I think her name is uh, Agatha Christie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. From Tit- <laughs> from Titanic. The the Foxy. Oh no. But she does. Yeah, it's a great performance. I mean, it gets a lot of shit for being too on the nose. That's how they genuinely. Are. You watch Fox News and it's like this is like a pared back version yes, of that. They are psychopaths, but in real life, they have no control over it. So they're just. They're, they're cogs in the machine. And yeah, and it's like, oh, there is self-awareness there. Yeah. It's, 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 she, she presents a more nuanced critique than would initially be, uh, 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 I don't I can't be bothered with that uh, sentence. Yeah, where are you going there? I, I, I just, I, I went off into my own place. Every single listener just started <laughs> doing the jack-off motion uh, halfway through me speaking. Tilda Swinton for, um, Get Shorty, uh, The Last Jewel, I can't remember what it's called. The, the, French, the final dispatch. The, the French, yes, the final dispatch. I she was going for it here. I don't know uh, what she was going for. Yeah, but it was it, it was like uh, weird American game show. Yeah, host. It was that kind of like it was like w- yeah. oddly suggestive with the and sexualized weird transatlantic accent. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it made no sense. Yes, it worked for the for. For her role it's a, it's a beautiful it really speaks to the kinds of films that when wes anderson makes that we're going to get to in in a category <laughs> shortly it sounded like she had like two pairs of teeth in her mouth yes and i love it and, she, and it looks like that too look at her <laughs> best performance she truly is like lord of the prosthetics you know i always wondered what happened to her character from snowpiercer and here she is <laughs> uh and the rest which is Oh yeah, Olivia Coleman definitely. She she, she needs a mention. Ruth, uh, what, the was, what the hell was Tessa Thompson in? Uh, the same thing that Ruth with a soft A and a and a hard E. Uh, there's some major films that we haven't even mentioned. I don't care. Spencer. I don't the care. Tammy Faye. Fuck that shit. They're all going to be nominated, but like. You know, no, mate, deservingly, sure, but look, Kristen Kirsten Stewart apparently was good in something. I didn't get more than ten minutes into it, and Jessica Chastain was also in something. I don't know what it was. I don't care. I saw I saw the movies. I got twenty minutes in, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. I don't. Yeah, there's uh, only we, so much time. We and know what that movie is. You know, I subscribe to Disney Plus. There's a lot of content to get through. I I don't have time for this uh, Ruth. Uh, I'm not even going to attack this. <laughs> okay, Ruth, <laughs> and we'll put in a bleep sound, Ginsburg. Um, no, 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 what, what was she in? What, who is Ruth? Some black and white shit. There's so many black and white movies this year. It was her, I think it was about her being lesbians with Tessa Thompson. Curious. I don't... Curious. Once again, don't care. It's fine. It's, it's probably good, but we're not, you know... This is about the best performances. The best. The best. And I mean... Not you, performances you, of me, people who specialise in playing sad characters playing sad characters and people being like that performance made me sad I don't care I don't have time for that I didn't connect with any of this shit I saw some of it but it was like ah. I didn't find any of them compelling anywhere near as compelling as for example uh, Kristen Dunst cinema at uh, in Power of the Gucci (laughs) Power of the Gucci dog (laughs) and I yeah you you name it so what we're top three now yep and the winner is TBA. That's 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 what that slide means. All right. P- PTA. What 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 do you the director? Oh, the the power of Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> uh, who I think is married to. Maybe, who is Maya Rudolph's husband, Paul Thomas Anderson? Wow. <laughs> As though she's the more famous one, who's made more Oscar-winning films. 
Maya Rudolph? Yes, apparently. Wow. I wouldn't have seen that coupling coming, but... Huh. Yeah. The more you know, which is nothing. It's in what no way the, relevant to this category. power couple. I'm getting real fucking sweaty, but if I turn the air conditioning on... I feel like we need yeah. to get sweaty. <laughs> it makes, us work, worked out here. makes us work faster. Alana Haim, fuck off. Yeah, Jodie Comer. Uh, I'm putting her at number three. She's also number three for me. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, she's my number two. Um, we're, we're in like almost lockstep here. Uh-oh. All right, well... No, but who did you put as number one? Number one, Francis McDormand. Oh, well, okay, that's so where we differ. The discussion. Well, no, well, I put the Titan as my number one. Yeah, but what did you put as number two? Kirsten Dunst. That's also what I put as my number two. Okay, boom. Number two takes it away. Kirsten Mary Jane Dunst. gets it. Mary Jane Watson. Back in the back in the pictures. Did, did she have a cameo in the latest Spider-Man? Guess what? No, no, she oh, didn't. well... They just talked. Fuck that movie. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was right there, people. It was right there. Yeah. No, she's a big-time actor now. She's if, got a... If they had... Oh, no. She's got a big-time actor husband. Um, uh, Does she? Yeah, the uh, She married to Tobey Maguire in her life? No, the kid from Friday Night Lights. Um, the the brother. Benedict Cumberbatch's brother in Power of the Dog. Oh, yeah, they're married in real life. Yeah. I, I, oh, I don't know name? why I can't remember his name. Oh, he's he's great. He's great as well. We got to, like, props to him as well. Yeah. No, uh, don't look it up because okay. it's going to come to me. Don't look up? Don't look... Oh, what a segue! Nailed We're not talking it. about that movie. Yep. <laughs> I, I've, I've, uh, Jennifer... Love Hewitt? No. <laughs> Krasinski? Who, no, don't look Aniston. up. I've even forgot her name because I'm like... J- oh, uh... Jennifer Law. Aniston. J-Law. Yeah, I don't care for her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a serviceable performance. It was but, a good uh, performance, but I don't care for her in real life. She's annoying to me in real life enough that every time I see her, I'm like, it's a good performance, but fuck you. She's never reached the peaks that she Her did in American Hustle. Her even good, not that I saw them ever. Oh my god, I forgot about that controversy. Oh. The next category is, of course, the best podcast of 2020. Hey, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, now, unfortunately, owing to an oversight in the HP Feedy Friends uh, charter, uh, the criteria for nomination became quite strict, uh, possibly as a result of translating the contract between uh, Mandarin and English so many times. But uh, that that'll confuse. My bad, but basically, only only podcasts produced by members of the HPV Friends. Or co-produced by current HPV friends members can be uh, can be considered for nomination. But I, you know, these are good works that deserve nomination. Some of them, I would say, some of them are the best in the world, and this is a world-class award. So, uh, and there's also some other shit in there. So let's move I'm on. I'm excited. So, the nominees are, oh. of course, Willie Bin Drag Race, produced by Willie Bin Drag Race Enterprises. Incredible, incredible. I mean, it's good what an stuff. underdog story. They they started at the bottom. Now they're slightly further away from the bottom rags to rags maybe if someone would set up the facebook page and maybe try and get some new <laughs> listeners who are, you, who are you getting angry at here yourself doesn't matter who <laughs> we don't need to name names on the pod next nominee uh western complicit coward dogs go die That's i've heard great things about this pod great things chen Quanting. uh you know we don't have a choice we don't have a say over who gets to the nominees it just you know there are only so many the next nominee, uh, the CCP is Dog Bitch and You Mama is Whore. Uh, are these Chen's picks? That's, that's a co-production. Look, he gets... I knew it! He has. He's on the nomination council. He's just not a voting member. It's, just, uh, it's a co-production of Chen Quanting and Falun Gong. That's the CCP is Dog Bitch and You Mama is Whore. Uh, you know, it suffered early on when it was banned from almost every uh, streaming platform. 
within four seconds of the first uh, episode being posted. Uh, it's actually only listenable now on the Epoch Times website, and uh, oddly enough, on Audible. Hey, managed they got to get subscribers somehow. Yeah, managed to slip through there somehow. Uh, we live in Drag Race News. Ooh, uh, another excellent. production excellent. of We Live in Drag Race Enterprises. I mean, some 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 of our finest work, I believe. Great international from, content from the We Live in Drag Race Enterprises uh, studio. Next nominee is uh, Letters to Brendan, a thorough and exhaustive accounting of every single one of my personal neuroses. That's a We Live in Drag Race Enterprises uh, production. And yeah, I you know what it it wasn't necessarily well received by the critics, um, but uh, the audiences. Also, uh, didn't it didn't care for it. It was challenging. It was challenging. Look, frankly, you know, not all art is appreciated in its time. I think mm. addressing it all every single episode as an open letter to Brendan Fraser might have been, uh, might have made f- people feel as though they were in. It was a kind of voyeuristic relationship being set up uh, between uh, host and listener. But, you know, not all art is appreciated in its own time. Uh, so true. You know, I can give it 20, 25 years. You know, lots of artists die without getting any, any recognition at all, um, which kind of begs the question. Let's hope that's the case here. What's the fucking point of being an artist at all with that? But, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm so close on that person's name. Kirsten Dunst, it's like Jesse... Smollett. I keep thinking <laughs> he, he's ruined my head now. Eisenberg. No, because he's in he's in Breaking Bad. Do, do Don't look up. He's in Breaking Bad. Oh, he's in Game Night. Per, it's like Jesse P something. Jesse Pooh. He was in Fargo. With, yeah, and with in Fargo. Kirsten Dunst oh, once again as her husband, um, which is how they met actually. Is it Jesse? No, something. It's, I keep thinking like Lucas Hedges. No, he's like the other young actor who looks like him. Look, the next nominee for the best podcast of 2021 oh, category. Oh, yeah, go, go. Uh, if you can't handle the heat, uh, stay in the kitchen and take off your pants. That's a Lewin Williams culinary podcast. I am so glad this made the list. You know, it's... There was some great content in there. You know, you had a great and pitch. very li- little to do with cooking, you know, surprisingly. When, when you came to the uh, We Live in Drag Race editorial committee, uh, your pitch was just fire. It was, uh, we want to make cooking sexy again. Yes, uh, ever yes. since Nigella aged out and uh, the barefoot Contessa doesn't even show bare feet anymore so it's sad well it, she, she does but just only on her private OnlyFans yeah uh, you, you know Jamie Oliver and Gordon Ramsay they kind of took the culinary media into this kind of uh, you know it's about anger and disagreement it's you know oh you can't even cook get out of the kitchen or you you kids don't even know what, a, what what's in a, in a chicken nugget you shouldn't even want to eat this, and then they do anyway. You kids are all right. Like it's just you know, it's it, it it is a good step in reversing the the food based discourse of our of our current times. Absolutely, um, really, really, it's it's just trying to be a combination of Julia Child and Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's great. The things you do with cucumbers, unbelievable. <laughs> I didn't know I had them in me. Uh, I've had that in me. Next nominee, I think maybe final nominee, uh, is uh, the Urban Gorilla's Guide to Modern Warfare. That's another. This, this really uh, blew up this year. Yeah, from from Chen Quan Ting. Yeah, it had a very wide uh, listenership, not necessarily diverse, uh, it, but it really seemed to hit that target market. And nice. yeah, beautiful. Nice. Uh, oh, and the final nominee is, of course, the Ben Shapiro Show, produced by uh, Wheelie Bin Drag Race Enterprises. Oh, that, that, that got added onto our roster? Look, we've gotten a lot of shit. I, yes, we acquired it earlier this year, and I didn't know... Uh, who, I don't know who the host is or what his ideas are. I was just looking at the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. 
he had a lot of listeners. I thought, let's get this under our umbrella. I didn't know, you know, what people were going to, you know, blow up my Twitter page and say, you're, you're sick, you're, you're platforming. I don't even know what platforming is. I thought that was a kind of video game. I, th- I thought it was a marriage uh, your th- therapy podcast, you know? He's, yeah. just, he's just trying to connect with his wife. Yeah. Just because he can't please his wife, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean he's a bad person. Exactly. I saw the, I saw the tweets. It was, I thought he was a satirist. Why else would I invite him to be a member of the HPV Friends Council if he wasn't... Stephen Colbert type, If he wasn't a nondescript satirist uh, and the winner of Best Podcast of 2021, we've already made our votes. Uh, Isn't it obvious? I I think we both know who's going to win here. Uh, So congratulations to... Wow. uh, Western complicit Coward Dogs Go Die by Chen... What but an upset! Did you fucking vote for him? What an upset! Did you fucking? I mean, I forgot to vote, what? but you know, I, I I let the votes fall where they may. I was, I, I fucking hedged it. Look, I wanted my, I wanted the latest to Brendan to win, obviously, but I didn't. I I I, uh, I may have ticked the wrong category. I fucking. All right, yeah, I I gave him my number two slot, obviously, because I thought if I put mine as number one and his as number two, then number three, we'd both vote for Willie Bin Drag Race and we take home the pro. I didn't. This is on your feet. This is <laughs> this falls at your feet. Fuck's sake. Uh, well, I'm. Um, look, it's. Well, there goes our Chinese listenership. Uh, look, it's written in the in the in the charter that he gets to give a speech. Unfortunately, so. I'm just gonna have to patch him in here. Oh, right. oh! Uh, Welcome, Chan. Look, it's not my fault. Uh, I didn't have veto rights over anything that he says, so I am sorry. But here, uh, go ahead, Chen. Uh, give your winner's speech. Thank you very much for this award. I accept it on behalf of all of Taiwan. All right, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, wow. We will destroy oh, your Western world and your scum-sucking overlords right. or what you have done to help our enemies. We, we're not helping your enemies, Chen. Long no. live the light of Lee Hongshi. Okay. The West Australian is run by communists. Scott so. Morrison owns sex slaves. Joe Biden Ooh, is a revenant. Uh, yeah. COVID-19 is not real. Okay. Killing comes from heaven. No, no, we're not. Vaccines are a lie. Vaccines are not a lie. They are a plot by homosexuals to sterilize your children. They're not a plot by anyone to sterilize Take it. the shot and your penis will shrink three sizes. That's just blatantly Exterminate honest. all daughters. No, don't exterminate anyone. No more circumcisions, except for the women. Those are the worst Ooh. kind. Destroy the mixed race before they can okay. breed and curse all right, us all. Enough. No, that's... No. Chen, you gave your speech. Okay. It's... Spirited young chap, oh, isn't he? Oh, for fuck's sake. We have to get a lawyer on this or something because I didn't... How, I didn't know who he was connected to. I didn't know that he had... Fuck! It's just bullshit. Uh, it's just it's just bullshit. I can't fucking... Stupid, man. I, without breaching the contract and basically ceding all rights to Chen, I don't, I don't know what we can do here. The resources that he has. I thought he was a small-time guy. I thought this is a, a, a diversity play, and I, I mean, we might have to see the entire business—not just HPV friends, but the Wheelie Bin Drag Race enterprises. I mean, fuck, man. The views of Chen do not reflect the views of the Wheelie Bin Drag Race yeah, he, organization. Let's just—he's a satirist, all right. He doesn't mean any of that. It, yeah, well, just, you get away with that if we say right, that, right? Let's just move on to the big categories, all right? Fuck. That was the big category. I just fucking. Alright, let's just fuck, I need to get Alright. <clears throat> let's just center ourselves after that. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning into the inaugural Golden Wheelie Awards ceremony. The show will continue after a short week long break. 
Stay tuned for next week when the HPV friends will announce the winner of the coveted Golden Wheelie Award for Best Film and some other stuff also. Will Nicholas Cage claim his wheelie being gold? Will Owen remember Kirsten Dunst's husband's name? Will Chris overcome his equal struggle against himself? All these answers and more next week on Wheelie Been Drag Race.